Welcome back to the Jote Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 161. I usually have something creative to say at the start of this, but... Yeah. Um, Nothing? I don't, no, not really. Well... Um, I was in Montreal this weekend. That's why. Nothing creative to say. Yeah, still... In the Belle Provence. La Belle Provence. Definitely still recovering from, from that, but uh, yeah, we're back. Um, we're going to... Do some NFL catch up because we didn't talk about week nine or week ten. Wow. I'll do week eleven guess the lines. Uh NHL, we gotta talk about the the Zegers goal that got uh reviewed and called back by offside. Um the injury bug hits the Raptors. I wanna talk about Shay Gilgis Alexander too and how he really like early season he won't be the MVP, but he deserves some MVP credit at this point. Yeah. And then MLB free agency just kind of started. Yeah. It's just kind of, it's under the radar because it's none of the big names are going to get talked about until closer to probably February or even January. They're like, why wouldn't they? I feel like it'd be cool. What if they picked like New Year's Day open free agency? They, I don't know. Baseball seems to figure out to get in the news enough. I don't. I don't have a problem with the way they do things. No, to be honest with you. But it's it's just. Wouldn't you want to give the off season a little it, more time to then just be like, all right, pick your new team. It's been like two weeks since the World Series. Not even. There's, for some reason, there's certain sports that find that a deadline or a start of a season. Hello, NCAA college basketball is already underway. Did anybody know? It's it's like a secret. But yeah, baseball's the same thing. It's like surprise. It's always something. It's, yeah, like free agency, from what I understand, starts the at as soon as the end of the World Series. That is what it right? felt like. Yeah, but it, I mean, I think that's when it starts. Like there, but you're right. Like it's there should be like a time period. Like again. For, I'm surprised baseball doesn't take advantage of that. Like a grace, like a negotiating period, even. Whatever. Just, again, another way for baseball. To, you're talking baseball in the winter. They're doing a great job of it because what have they already done? Silver sluggers. Then they've got gold glovers to talk about. And then, you know, free agency. But, it's it, it yeah, it doesn't seem to get promoted enough. I don't know why. I, I, think, we should, I think we should flip it. And, like, I mean, it also should be, like, I know it's the playoffs, so you wouldn't want to announce your awards during then, but, like, does does anyone, like, I know hardcore baseball fans are going to care, but for, let's say us, because we f- follow most of the sports. Yeah. Are you like, oh, I need to see who the silver sluggers are. I need no. to see the gold gloves. Oh, thank God the Yankees won the gold glove, like, as a team. Yeah, I know. I, know, I don't care about this. I, yeah. I cared about it when the season ended. Like, they're going to say, Aaron Judge, MVP. Okay, cool. Like we, and if he doesn't win, cool. That then that's something to talk about. But now we're already in the. What if Aaron Judge signs a new deal the day he wins MVP? And right, signs somebody else. Yeah, right. It's good. It's San Francisco Giants hat on and receiving his MVP with the Yankees. And like, what are we supposed to talk about that day? Like, what that's, is more uh, impressive, yeah, the no, last season right. he had, or the team he's now gonna get like three or four hundred million dollars from? Yeah. No, you're right. It, yeah, it's strange because, like, baseball, they don't have, like, an award ceremony, right? Like no. they, they don't, you know, like, 
that's where I find the like the NHL does a good job. The NFL does a good job. They yep. have like awards. And the like NFL does it. They do it the best. The NFL does it the day before the Super Bowl. Oh really? They, oh, okay. Or the like the the Friday or Saturday before. It, and I'll put my two cents in. So does the CFL. The CFL actually they do like a week lead out to this to the, I was going to say the Super Bowl the to the Great Cup. They used to have like a Great Cup parade. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, uh, and stuff like that. But they also had like the awards, which I think they still do. Probably. Like it's in that city of you know wherever it is. So, yeah. I'm actually just. To do. We're just gonna flip this. We're just gonna talk about the baseball stuff first, because sure, I'd be right. we're there. I don't want to not get it out of the way, but like Terry Francona wins Manager of the Year. That's you know what good for him. That Cleveland team. I don't think many people expected them to make the playoffs. First ever Guardians manager to win the award for the year. <laughs> uh, I didn't write down any of the Silver Sluggers or Gold Glovers. It's people you would all expect to win those awards. Yeah, I was surprised. Um, do you know when this started? The Silver Slugger and yeah. Gold Glove? No idea. Uh, so I don't know about the Gold Glove, but the Silver Slugger, they started in 1980, which I thought, wow, that's pretty late. Yeah, like, you'd think you'd be around forever, right? Because I know like Rawlings is the quote-unquote Gold Glove company that gives out the oh, Gold okay. Gloves, gotcha. but I don't know when that started either. I almost want to think that was earlier. Probably. Right? Than Silver Slugger? Probably not probably. by much, though, if it's right. 1980. Yeah. Uh, rookie of the year, uh, Julio Rodriguez in the AL, which no he, surprise, phenomenal year. Yeah. I think what sucks about this award for this year was like Bobby Witt Jr. had a really good start to the year. He fell off. But like Adley Rushman gained momentum throughout the year. And I feel like if the, the Orioles made the playoffs, he would have had a better case. Stephen Kwan was literally the leadoff hitter for a playoff team and looked as comfortable as anybody at the plate. But, like, Julio was just – he was the best rookie either league. It, like, uh, he probably got a couple of MVP award he, uh, points or whatever yeah. votes or whatever you want to call it, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Right? Like, he had that good of a year, right? I think. Uh, and then on the other side, it was Michael Harris. I think I, I think I said it before that it was just – it was going to be one of the Braves, and I, I don't really disagree with right. whether it was Harris or Spencer Strider. Right. But then it's also funny. It's like, oh, congratulations, Michael Harris. You won Rookie of the Year. Remember like a month ago when the Phillies beat you in three or beat you in four? Like it's just – it's weird that we're talking about regular season awards after. Yeah, yeah no, it's fair. Yeah, they, they could do it, especially now because there's no tiebreaker games, um, which is actually my um, pick aside for your next topic is do you like the current – baseball playoff format or would you change it and what would it be okay current baseball format okay. yeah, do you remember what the one is for this this one that we just had like that we're doing today yes the brady rod yes yep all right i'll write that down just so i remember for next time um actually those are the only awards that i actually bothered writing down um the miami marlins promoted uh caroline o'connor to be their president so they are the first organization in any pro major sport to have their general manager and their president be women. I don't know how to say that the right way, but that I that's about right. It's it's one of those like I know we're breaking glass ceilings and all that stuff. I'm excited for the day that it's just like that this isn't a news story. That it's just exactly. a part of a part of every day. Exactly. 
Yeah, just like a an African American being named uh, general manager. Like again, maybe it's the white in me, but like when Greer was named the San Jose GM, like I was. I didn't even think of that. I was like, oh, it, to me, it's like an afterthought because yeah. he was a hockey player. And again, in the I organization, don't, I don't look at players by the color of their skin, but I, I almost feel like, why do we have to talk about that? Like, should that be not even mentioned anymore? I think until, you know I mean? until there's a little bit more of it. Once there's more of it, then I think it, it just becomes it, part of the norm. Yeah, because to me, it, it almost feels like we're going backwards by saying what it is when it shouldn't matter. Yeah. But I get the point because it does matter because you want to recognize it. Yeah. So I see both sides. But, uh, That's I, a good I, pick aside. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, so the Edwin Diaz deal. So we've signed the five-year $102 quick? million. Dollars. Like quick. I think he did it before the World Series yeah, was done. Yeah, for sure. Like I don't think the Astros popped any champagne, and he's just signed this contract. Yeah. Um, so well, they had to before they lost their general manager. What? They lost oh, sorry, that's Houston. Yeah, Houston. Who lost like general manager? They didn't like fire him. No, nope. he didn't quit. They just this is again mutual just, parting ways. It just seems fishy again, eh? Like <laughs> those cheaters. What were they up to this time? They got ahead of it and fired he, the general manager before. Yeah, and they made it look like he quit. Um, but his deal isn't going to be Edwin Diaz's deal isn't going to be uh, paid out until 2042. Oh, so they did another Bobby Bonilla deal. The, the nice. same team doing it again. Yeah, wow, they didn't learn their lesson the first. They're probably still playing Bobby. I think yeah, probably right. Like it was a long time, and it's a million, a million yeah. dollars every yeah. July 1st. I think it is yeah. or July 4th, one of the two. Uh, Bobby Bonilla. Clayton Kershaw back with the Dodgers. No surprise. Just there, makes the right? most sense. Yeah. One year, twenty million, easy. Um, the Houston Astros number one target for first baseman is was Anthony Rizzo, which that hurt my heart a couple days ago. Right. Until Anthony Rizzo resigns with the New York Yankees. Oh, he did. Oh, two I didn't year, know that. two year deal, club option. Wow. Thirty million dollars for the that, two years. That sounds about right. I think that's reasonable for both. Player, like player and club. I'm trying to think. Wait, did he like, get? I think that's what he was making this year, wasn't he? I'm like, gonna make I'm sure it wasn't opted. I think because he he opted out because he wanted a multi year, hmm. right? And instead of one more year, so he gets an extra year out of it. Um, it is forty million dollars guaranteed. He'll earn seventeen million in the first two seasons. So that's pretty okay. much what he was making. Also, uh, but another year, it's guaranteed another year. I'm assuming because uh, oh yeah, if, he, if it was a club, a player club option, or sorry, it was a player option, he would only got one year. Yeah, so it's two with 2025 as an option. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. 2023, 2024, and he's, then he's not going to get any slower. Right. It's not like speed's going to be a, <laughs> a factor for him. Right. And yeah. I think he's a good clubhouse guy. Uh, also, I'm glad this. I'm glad I did check this. Buckshaw Walter won the NL Manager of the Year. He's awesome. I, it's too bad because I actually prefer him as a commentator over a manager. And if he was managing anyone, I'd prefer him managing the Yankees. The other New York team. The other New York team. I mean, I get. I don't like Boone. It's just, I think there's, I, it's the, I just think there's better options. But how can you say that for a guy that keeps winning 100 games or basically 100 games every year, right? That's what happens when you're a Yankee fan. You get spoiled. Yeah, it's it's the – we're kind of – you're in the Dave Roberts syndrome, but at least 
Dave Roberts can say, I have a World Series. Right. When Aaron Boone says, I have ALCS. Right. Which isn't nothing. No, absolutely not. Like, any, there's 26 other managers that would love his resume. I'll tell you that right now, but yeah. Anyway. Um, but, uh, oh, um, and the Blue Jays might trade a catcher this offseason. I can see that. They have too many there. They, and they're all good, so they can get somebody for them. I, th- I would say Moreno was probably the top guy that's going to go. That's that's what I thought, too. And I, I brought that up to some people, and they did not agree. And they thought it was Jansen, which to me, I thought he is the most. It depends what team you're trading him that's to. That's true. If you're trading him to a rebuilding team, yeah. then you give him Moreno. Yeah, you give exactly. him the young guy. Yeah. If it's, I don't want to say the Yankees, the Astros. If you're giving them, giving him, giving a catcher to a team that wants a contender, right? Then it's Jansen. Yeah, he's a safe, reliable, right? You could not be the greatest backup. hitter, no, but your backup catcher. Yeah, right on a really uh, good team. Yeah, like the best backup catcher. Yep. And then if you want to take that swing for the fences, blockbuster move, <clears throat> then it's Kirk. Right. Which I don't, I don't think that's the guy you give up. No, I don't think so either. Unless you're getting back like. Yeah, Shohei Otani. Okay. Not That's, not straight up. It would yeah, be like yeah, yeah. Kirk and prospects right. for Otani. If if that deal's on the table, you take that in a heartbeat. Right. But that's not going to happen. No. You're not getting Mike Trout in a deal like that. Yeah. The other two, one of them are moving, for sure. You can't have three because if you had got Moreno, you want him to play. Yeah. So either, yeah, you want him to play either way, either for your team or for another organization. That's the only way he's going to get better. And, yeah, you could trade him to, like, the Marlins and get one of those relievers that you desperately need, and they'll, I'm sure, will say, yeah, we can save $15 million a year or $10 million on a guy that we're overpaying. Well, they don't really overpay anybody, but in their minds. Yeah. And then you can get someone. I wonder, this is this is going to be far-fetched and is going to make me sound like a Jays fan. I know <laughs> Sandy Alcantara is probably about to win the NL Cy Young, yeah. but Miami's not really doing anything, and... It wouldn't just be Moreno. Again, we're talking Moreno plus prospects. I wonder if Miami thinks about that. I wouldn't if I was Miami, but right. I want to throw that out for there for Jays fans. That's one of that was arguably the best starting pitcher in baseball this year. There you and go. And it's a Miami team that you know kind of just gives up on people. Although you have to deal with a couple of women now negotiate i don't know if that's good or bad yeah they're actually honestly they're probably smarter <laughs> yeah exactly. they're probably gonna look at like they're yeah. probably taught in their offices like why did jeter give up stan and then they're and then someone has to go well because he's a yankee and like we couldn't say no because he was our president but right there's some like there's definitely something shady that went on there with yeah. stanton becoming a yankee for next to nothing <laughs> i don't even remember what they gave it up. was the guy they had got from the cubs for chapman the second baseman to right not to Reyes. no um the other uh well because they got torres but they yeah no the other uh he is like puerto rican or dominican he might still be there with miami yeah that i can't he was of. with the cubs before that but he's good solid but the yankees wanted to get rid of him anyway it was like a made in heaven deal i also wonder if the yankees trade torres i don't I think so I, so who plays second dj, DJ. i guess goes back yeah. um i guess yeah i think that's everything i everything i have for baseball let's let's roll through let's roll through some nfl because we're gonna go back two weeks uh last thursday 
in a hilarious twist of a World Series game on at the same time, the Eagles beat the Texans 29-17. I guess now that the Eagles lost, this was kind of one of those like red flag games that now looking back, you're like, shouldn't Philly have beaten them by a lot more? But Houston, they're the scrappy Texans. That's right. Well, we already looked ahead to the Eagles rest of their season. We thought they might go undefeated. We also looked ahead of the rest of the Bills season, yeah. and we thought they would go sixteen and one. Yeah, we were already six and three. <laughs> so, yeah, the Bills have gone zero and two, two since we thought. Yeah, they're not going to lose a game. <laughs> oh, that is really funny. Um, Minnesota beat Washington twenty seventeen again. A Washington team that is like scrappy, but a bit better than scrappy. Yeah, um, but they blew what a ten point lead. Yeah, and let Kirk Cousins back in the game. This also led to the iconic now Kirk Cousins. Did you see the video of him on the plane? Yes, dancing with, with the shirt, shirt off, off and all the chains. It's incredible. Minnesota celebrations, top notch. Uh, good on Kirk, especially um, for this this past week too. Um, Cincinnati beat Carolina forty two twenty one. Uh, Joe Mixon scored five touchdowns in this game. Yeah, and just did everything and poor poor carolina right just dead in the water they brought in baker and that and they scored a touchdown and everyone's like yeah baker woohoo who <laughs> is playing this week too right uh jets beat the bills 20 to 17 yeah and it's some of that josh allen decision making that yeah. he's still struggling with when he's in the red zone yeah, seems to struggle. Like he seems to overthink stuff or or force stuff. Or, but the other ninety yards of the field, it's like unbelievable. And he can only hit long touchdowns, thirty yeah. yard, thirty yards or more for touchdowns. Yeah, because it was the first drive of the game that he threw a red zone interception too. Yeah. Uh, it's always one of those like weird divisional games that like they're gonna be close. It's the only sport that I can say that divisions are still relevant yes in any league and they don't change i like it because a division matchup means well and we talk about it on here a lot oh it's yeah but they're one in six but yeah but they're six doesn't matter it's a division matchup because teams build their teams around their teams in their division because they got to play them six times yeah. for most most of the most divisions and it's the team and it's the games that you get up for yeah uh, New England beat Indianapolis twenty six to three, and I don't even re- like. I just remember the New England just had a lot of sacks in this game. I don't know if I'm surprised they scored twenty six points. Yeah, I, what did I say? I think I said it was going to be like nineteen six or something like that. It was right. It was along those lines, though, right? Yeah. It was that kind of game. Yeah, it was like New England said, "We're, we're going to play my our style, and you, you'll just follow along, and we'll just beat you." We won't kill you. We'll just beat you. Yeah. That is a New England type of beatdown. Yeah. Where they got a field goal and it's like, hey, you're kind of lucky to get a field goal. Right. Uh, Jacksonville beat the Raiders 27-20. I would go when we talked about this game, I told everyone, don't bet this game. Don't don't bet it. Don't touch with the 10 foot pole. Uh, we recorded that on the Sunday. I forgot the night before I I bet on Jacksonville to win. And wow. the Raiders are up 17. I have to go back and check what. So I actually ended up winning a parlay because of this game. Wow. Um, but I had Jacksonville and I checked after him. Like I picked Jacksonville after telling everyone not to bet on this game at all. Right. And I think I even said I liked the Raiders. No, I did say I like Jacksonville. Um, 
Uh, let me go back and find it. It was. I, uh, the Raiders are by far in well, between them and the Colts, I think the most over overhyped team this year. Ah, uh, we could probably include Denver in there too. Yeah, yeah, Denver. Like they like hung around this week, but it again wasn't that close. They hang around all the time because they at least have good defense, even though they just traded their best player. Uh, so it was Jacksonville. Actually, that was the last like. So I had um, Jacksonville. I had Miami over the Bears, which that game was close. Oh, yeah. Um, I had Seattle over Arizona, which was actually the game that was the easiest. And it was the last leg because Gino was just on top Lights of everything. Out. And the, <laughs> the other one was Minnesota, who also had to come back. So I had given up on this. Like I, I had saw it, seen it, and I was like, "Oh, the Raiders. Devontae Adams has two touchdowns, and they're they're up seventeen nothing. That's dead." I'm like, Kirk Cousins thinks he's on prime time because he's playing at Washington, so he's gonna fall apart. And I somehow won that. There you go. Never say never <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah. The the Bears uh, Dolphins game was actually like really exciting. Like Justin Fields. I don't know what happened, but. I think he's just kind of figured out how how he's going to be an effective quarterback. Did you – I know we're skipping ahead a week. Did you see yesterday? The, he ended up getting sacked, but he should have been sacked four oh, times. the last play of the game. Or I, I don't know if it was the last play clin- of the game. To clinch the game, I think it was. But it, Yeah, maybe it was, but like – unbelievable like what he was doing like, it was like the eli manning super bowl play where they're like yanking on his jersey there's like three guys on top yeah, of him and he like just a, keeps shoving a them video off. game like okay can you not get him down <laughs> uh but like the bears and dolphins just like went back and forth like it was just up and down the field the whole game like the bears are no longer vanilla no right like they're fun to watch like again getting ahead last week or this past week was another exciting game and like they just, you kind of look at their team and they're like they need better pieces. But you kind of they're like, I kind of like both the running backs, Montgomery yeah. and Herbert. Yeah. Obviously, Fields can run like you said an NFL record for rushing yards in a game. Right. Like the receivers, they picked up Claypool. He hasn't really done that much, but right. like Mooney, even their tight end Komet, Komet like he's looks solid. better. Yeah. It's a it's a fun team. Yeah, and they traded. Like it's like they gave up on the they, season they and they're still like. Hanging around. Uh, the Lions beat the Packers 15-9. to 9. I feel like we both were on the on the Packers because we're like, they can't lose to the Lions. Lions. And then Rodgers throws, like, two really bad red zone interceptions. Josh Allen-esque <laughs> interceptions. And it's not like the Lions did anything either. It was no, just the Packers. Just, the Packers lost, right? Yes. The Lions didn't win. No, the Packers yeah, that's right. lost. That's, that was that game for sure. Uh, the Chargers beat the Falcons twenty to seventeen. We're back to the blowing lead Falcons, and yeah. this game, I it was an Austin Eckler fumble that gets picked up by the defense, yep. and then the game defense fumbles. fumbles like three seconds later. Going, yep, that sounds like a Falcons game. We're just we reverted back to Atlanta. I I think like I think that last episode I was probably like this team can win the division. <laughs> well, yeah. they were in first. There's yeah, they the, were. There's nothing. They're only a game back now, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, because like, you know what I mean. They're in it, but not really. Right. Uh, Seattle beat Arizona, thirty-one twenty-one. This I'm, wasn't close. No, the Geno. The, it should have been. The Geno magic ran out this past week, but the, the Geno magic was still alive in this game. Right. And Kenneth Walker, just really solid running back. Yep. 
they just have again it's a team that's just built really well and I think it's more a team that really likes Pete Carroll and plays for Pete Carroll and like it's not superstars but it's just all guys that know how to do their job right leading candidate for NFL coach of the year at this point I don't know there's a lot like Dable the Giants yeah that's true Rabel the Titans yeah, not so much. They're, I guess the they're Titans, a better team. I, yeah. Like, we both thought that, well, oh, wait. we didn't think Seattle was going to win a game. No. Uh, Salah. J- the Jets. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah. Some of these guys are going to fall off, but I, I do get the Pete Carroll. It, it does make sense. This team where it's like, oh, you traded away your franchise quarterback and you got better? It, and their best defensive player, Wagner. Like yeah. they, they just it was like they were giving up, right? Like we said, they Seattle cut, they played, cut Bobby, Bobby Wagner. They didn't even trade oh, him. There you go. So like, even worse. Yeah, because Seattle played Atlanta. We thought that was going to be the game where whoever wins that will be their one win of the season, and it's far from that. No, that actually turned out, and that turned out to be like the turning point for the Falcons, which I think they turned back now. Well, for now, don't for, worry. They're, they're, they still have more. Get get your heart ready. Yeah, There's more cracks to be put in there. I was gonna say when when does when do I get to give up on this team? Because uh, Arthur Smith said we're not. They're not benching Mariota. You know what? I I wanted because we don't talk about your teams very often for updates. I watched the last game against. Sorry, we're still on week nine. Yeah, but, but the Thursday game. Like they're not even throwing to pits. No, they're like not. I'm going. I was. Oh, I I was for sure. Well, he must be injured. He's not in this game. And then, uh, yeah, they like threw over but, the middle to him in like the fourth quarter. Yeah, like, and made an incredible catch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like, it's frustrating. Hello, like use him. Like use him as a running back for God's sakes. Make him Depot Samuel. Like you he get could a do part it. of your offense. Like. That I couldn't believe it because I again he's a Florida Gator so I always liked him right because he like and like especially usually. in Florida like he just he's a wide receiver yeah. that's just what he is yeah and he's the like Waller and yeah with the Falcons they're like actually you're just gonna be George Kittle that's yeah. what they want him to be yeah except you're not getting hurt like he does so <laughs> we're just not gonna throw to you then we're just gonna pretend you're on the DL. Yeah, no, that's weird. Even London, like Drake London, had like a great first week and then hit his rookie wall from week two to like nine and then caught a touchdown against the Panthers. And I also still have not seen that guy's arms since college. Like he wears the longest sleeves of ever, like just covers up his arms. Doesn't matter the weather. Doesn't want to get scratched. (laughs) Um, Tampa Bay beat the Rams 16, 13. This is, I said before this game, I was like, I like the Rams this week. I don't know why I just like the Rams. And I said, you can't bet him against Brady. No. And it was just like the Rams defense had every chance. They just had to stop the, or they had, no, they had to get the first down and they just couldn't do it. Stafford looks dead. This team has just, they, and they've even just punted on this season. It was a real, like, this was probably I want to say it might have been the worst game of the year because you look at the schedule and you figure Tampa Bay Rams, this will be a good game. Yeah. But then you watch the game and it was like both offenses were ugly. Yeah. And that's probably the best way you could put it. Like it just was a, it, I'm trying to think of two teams that I don't, it's probably like Pittsburgh playing Cleveland. Hey, even like Pittsburgh, New Orleans wasn't that bad. Right. And yeah, because and also I think I said Fox bought this game. It was CBS. They like cleared the schedule for this game, right. so it was them and then the Seahawks Cardinals game, which 
the Seahawks Cardinals game was better. Better than that, yeah. And then there's this new, it's Ottman, but I really just want to keep calling him Ottman, who's just going to be like the new, not Gronk, but he'll be the new white tight end, the great white hope. Right. Um, Sunday night game, a really good game, Tennessee, Kansas City. Yeah. Where like this whole, the whole game, I know Kansas City's kind of just like the boogeyman where you're just always expecting them to win, but Tennessee kind of like controlled this game. For sure, yeah. And then Kansas City was just like, oh, actually, we're just going to go to overtime and we'll right, win there. Right. Like for Tennessee, they're just like they're that little bit below the Buffalo, Kansas City. Yeah. But I think they're better than the you name Baltimore Jets, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins, eh, maybe not Dolphins. They, they could be because I think they're the kind of team if you get them in the playoffs and you have like a huge snowstorm or rainstorm. <laughs> Their game isn't going to change. No, it's and Derek that Henry. gives them a chance to win. This is also Malik Willis too, still who they didn't really give him a chance to like try to throw. Yeah, I like just don't trust him with the offense. Right. I didn't even find they were running like that much read option with him, which you would think would be the whole appeal. But I guess for him, yeah, a defense would just go, okay, you can carry the ball. We're just gonna we're gonna put everyone in the box to stop Derrick Henry. Right. Uh, Monday night, Baltimore beat the Saints 27-17. Lamar just, I don't know, did Lamar things. Sandy Dalton is bleh. Did Andy Dalton things. Yeah. <laughs> they did, and I don't know. Like, the Ravens are, like, a quiet 6-4, and four, I would say. Yeah. Like, they're they, not amazing, but they're not really, like, Cincinnati is probably better at full strength. Yeah. Cincinnati, well, Baltimore could easily be seven and two at this point yeah yeah the late game decisions yeah uh all right back now we'll go now we'll go to week 10 uh carolina beat atlanta 25 15 like i really like watching pj walker now it sucks that he's hurt because now this week it's baker right um the falcons offense just they do a lot of motion with Mariota, but also a lot of like He's running. This is going to be weirdly technically football for a second, but he's like running to the left. So then he has to like kind of like square his shoulders back to right. then throw. throw. So yeah. it takes so much time. And the, yeah. like Panthers defense is actually pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they just didn't design the the way the Falcons win games. And it, it sucks for the receivers, but they just have to run the ball. Yeah. Like putting putting the ball in Mariota's hands is not always the best option unless it's a read option. Like, he's just not really that strong of a thrower. Right. Yeah, it's never been his thing. Even P.J. Walker's doing some read option stuff, the run-pass option, and, like, he can actually run an NFL offense. If you're – I was thinking about, like, next year, because P.J. Walker is probably not going to be back. Like, if you're Carolina, what do you do? Because you have Darnold, you have Baker. Yeah. Do you really want either of them to start? Probably not. They're backups. They have – um. The kid from Ole Miss that missed the whole year, Corral, Corral. Matt Corral, yep. Yep. he's going to come back. Right. Is he going to run your offense? Right. What if you get a top two? Uh, maybe not now because they're a little bit better. What if you get a top five pick and there's one of those quarterbacks there? Yeah. You take one of them? Like, you're just in this controversy where it's, what, five quarterbacks you have to decide between? Yeah. And, like, a team that's actually pretty decent. Right. And if they had a good quarterback, like, you give, you give the Panthers Jimmy G – they're probably not a playoff team, but they're on the bubble. Like, yep. he's not going to hurt you. No. And they didn't treat, trade anyone. Like, DJ Moore just looks defeated on this team. He's just thinking, why am I, why am I still here? Yeah. Traded everybody else. 
And on the Falcon side, it's just they had that momentum for a couple weeks of just I think it's once they didn't cover against the Bengals is just kind of been their downfall <laughs> where like they just they had to keep covering. That was the only way they were going to feel good about themselves. I hope I think I don't know. Um, so, yeah, the Geno Smith MVP campaign ended with a game that ended up being close in the scoreboard. But Seattle, like, I mean, they had a chance to get the ball back, but. Right. Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, who then did you see the joke he made about going to the CFL? No. So Tom Brady's undefeated outside of the United States. Okay. So he said Except I should try to go play in the play CFL. Canada. Right. Um but the Bucks won twenty one sixteen. This was just like for everything we've talked about with Tampa Bay, they've just somehow reverted back to uh, maybe not even last year's, maybe the twenty twenty Bucks where Brady's just like two-step drop yeah throw 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 to my open guy yeah exactly yeah and then here's julio jones who had a really nice touchdown run also one of the brady interceptions like laid out the safety like he looked like he could play defense right but it's just like oh there's godwin there's evans there's scotty miller there's they're figuring it out the tight ends the running backs because fournette gets hurt and they bring in i can't remember his first name but white 29 and he runs for like over 100 yards right it was you thought it was the feather of the cap of this Bucks team is their defense. Yeah. But it's actually now like their offense is picking them up. Yeah. And it feels like later in the year defenses always get better throughout the year. Yep. So now in the NFC you're kind of looking at these te- you're kind of trying to eye everybody up of like now the Buc- the Bucks are back in that like lingering of like are they the third best team in the NFC? Like outside maybe fourth if you're yep. saying whatever order the eagles the vikings the 49ers yeah outside of that are you yep. taking anybody else over the bucks nope maybe uh, dallas maybe like maybe. that's a conversation yep i would say even san francisco is probably a conversation with no, the Bucks. i would say san Fran's definitely as above. oh for sure especially now who they have yeah that offense because that i could tell collingsworth was loving this so much he's like yeah listen listen mike let's this is how an offense to go you got debo and chris mccaffrey yeah i love it it's not that he's drunk. It just, it's just his accent that always sounds like he's just slurring. Yeah. And it's just, that's uh, that's so good for the offense, Al, or Mike, or whatever your name is. <laughs> Where's my son? Where's Jack? Um, what is our next? Uh, Tennessee beat Denver 17-10. Russell Wilson has every chance to win this game. Yeah. And Tennessee's defense shuts them down. And even after the game, I don't, I think it was after this one. I don't know. Maybe it was earlier in the year, but you know how he was doing the Broncos country. Let's ride. Like he just kept saying, let's ride. Right. Apparently he didn't do that after one of the press conferences. So everyone's like, Oh, he's done. He's sad now. <laughs> yeah. Sad Russell Wilson. I mean, for the Broncos, what do you like? You're just kind of that team. I would say if there's like a, a category for the Broncos that are by themselves, it's just purgatory. Like you're not contending for a playoff spot you're probably not contending for the first overall pick like what what are you doing with the season they're you know who they're happy they're happy the raiders are in the same position <laughs> they are or else they'd be talked about way more yeah people do are harping way more on the raiders it's like the broncos this is worse yeah the raiders were like oh and four to start the year the yeah. broncos had actually like well they started oh and one and i think that's just kind of might have deflated this whole russell wilson season yeah. is losing in seattle uh, Miami beat Cleveland 39-17, which I know everyone's going to look at that score. I mean, it wasn't close, but let's not 
let's not turn the corner on Miami of saying like this is now a Super Bowl team because right. I'm and like I know you saw it that we're talking about like could Tua win the MVP? Mm, yeah, I know. Well, if it, he gets one more head hit and he's done. Like right. he's not going to play again. Yeah, it his offense does look really good. Yep, and the only thing is once you're once because this is a team we have to talk about in january yep what do they look like in buffalo right what do they look like in baltimore in kansas city right what are you doing against those teams because kansas city jacksonville onside kick on the first play like the kickoff the opening kickoff that was awesome it was such a smart play like it was such an aggressive call yep steal the possession but that's what you have to do with those teams right like the miami is offense is in that category oh for sure but can you stop yeah their defense isn't their defense is probably what 15th right yeah it's an average defense yeah uh pittsburgh beat new orleans 20 to 10 i don't know how much we really want to talk about that these are your two most hated teams from last year yeah because they went over their win totals exactly i'm glad like Mike Tomlin is still a very good coach yep. and is still like playing the like TJ Watt comes back in this game. Right. This was a game I was immediately like I saw the line early in the week and I'm like, I'm taking the Steelers. I don't know why I just don't trust New Orleans in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. Not even because of the weather. It was just like I just think the Saints team is in that like Denver category. Right. Of like, what are we what are we doing? What are we doing? Yep. Uh the Giants beat Houston twenty four sixteen. The Giants just, like, I love watching the Giants just because they look like a team that's been together for, like, a decade. Yeah. They're just like, all right, we're just going to run the ball. We're going to play good defense, and that's it. That's our game plan. Yeah. Our quarterback is just going to manage. He's not going to do anything silly. Yeah. He'll, he's a good runner. Yep. And he's not. Like the safe pass. Yeah. He's not going to make those, like, egregious mistakes. Yeah. Something that, weirdly enough, this is going to be a hilarious st- sentence. I hope everyone's ready. Josh Allen could learn something from Daniel Jones. Yep. Just just check it down. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Underneath receivers, hit your tight end, your running back. Don't You don't have to throw the 50-yard bomb to Stephon Diggs every play. That's right. And the Giants, I'm sure, have a soft schedule the rest of the way because I think, what were they, 4-12 and 12 last year? Yeah. 5-11, and 11, so they're going to have, I'm sure they play a lot of losing teams down the stretch i do i love this time of year because that's when we can start playing this game where you're not listing the team's like entire schedule so they play the lions this week they're seven and two that is so silly wait yeah oh yeah they already had their bye week uh lions at dallas wow this is a stretch uh at the cowboys um for thanksgiving then wait is that thanksgiving at Thanksgiving, uh, home Washington, home Eagles at Washington, at Minnesota, home Eagles at Philly. Wow, not easy. No, like division your only... battle and top teams, and your cupcakes wow. are the Lions, which aren't really cupcakes. Yeah, or and the Colts. Besides that, it's mm. division and the Vikings. Right. Wow. At seven and two, like mm, they're probably fine for the playoffs, but it's. They could, they could slide. Yeah. I didn't even think that. That's a, I'm glad we looked at that. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City beats Jacksonville 27-17 again. The opening kickoff, Doug Peterson, yep. a very aggressive coach. You caught them off guard and it worked. Yep. If it didn't work, is anyone going to really, like, you're no. not going to get harped on for nope, that. No, definitely not. 
you have to. It's the Chiefs. You have yep. to get every possession you can. It's just Trevor Lawrence is kind of looking more and more like rookie Trevor Lawrence again. Well, he's, he's panicked. Sophomore slump, right? He's <laughs> he also rookie slumped. Yeah. It, I mean, I I do get it. Um, they just weren't in this game, and I just sometimes it bothers me now when coaches aren't just taking three. Like this was a game. I think Peterson may have done it twice. Like it, the game's like still close. Man. Like there's no need to like we have to go touchdown for touchdown. Like I don't know. It just anyway. It just to me it it, it when you don't get the first down, then you, you just to me you lose momentum. It's more than just than not getting the three points out of it. Especially when it's a team like Kansas City that like. You give up those points, and you're not giving up three. You're probably giving up ten. Right. Where you miss the field goal, and they're probably going to go score a touchdown. Yeah. Like, Kansas, again, Mahomes has just, like, meticulously figured out this offense where it's just – like, even uh, Tony, the guy they got from the Giants, right. looks amazing. Yeah. Like, he's making sideline catches, right. and, like, he is that – he's not Tyreek Hill, but he's that type of player. Right. He's that type of weapon, I guess. Um, Indianapolis beats Vegas 25-20. This was a good game. It was a really good game. Matt Ryan came back. It shouldn't have been a good game, but it was a good game. Jeff Saturday is now an NFL head coach. Undefeated. <laughs> Undefeated. He was on ESPN. Like two that, weeks ago? Yeah, whatever that show is. When it, uh, NFL first, Live, I think. Or, oh, yeah. First Take? Is he first Take or whatever. He's on one of those. And that he used was, to be the center for yeah. Manning. <laughs> and now he's coaching. Coaching. And coach them to a win. And they won. Matt Ryan. They shouldn't have won. That, like, 20-yard run or whatever he had, the uh, whole sideline was. I thought he was going to score a touchdown. <laughs> like, he actually looked a little bit fast out there. But, he like, there was the defense, I'm assuming, assumed he wasn't going to run. No. it was. I think it was a read option, too. And they're like, oh, it's Jonathan Taylor. All right. Everyone go right. to the running back. Into the box and let's take him out. And yeah, and he yeah, if he didn't get tripped up there, he may have went the whole way. Yeah, he really did. It was crazy. That was the I wish did uh Chris Bourbon do the did he call that? Like the highlights for that? Uh he did. Because he must have done the fumble, rumble, bumble or whatever. I don't think he did for that one. He just there was more of a Jeff Saturday no. undefeated as a coach and <laughs> Derek Carr didn't have a passing yard in the second quarter. Yeah. They, they're just, they stink. I loved that one point when they had that stat where it's but like, it was, oh, he started 0 for 5, but now he's 11 for 11. It's like, yeah, it's too late. Yeah. They just, it's a couple of teams that are just, they're a little bit above the Broncos. Yeah. Right? They're going to they're gonna finish just ahead of them, but they're in that same category. They're just, both teams aren't making the playoffs. I was about to say the Raiders. They I think they play the Broncos this week. The the Raiders. Um, I don't know if I put that in my good, bad, and ugly, but uh, I think that is now the fourth game this year where they were up by seventeen points and lost. <laughs> I could. I think we we know it's at least three. They did yeah. it against Arizona. Now the Colts and uh, last week against Jacksonville. Yeah. So it's at least three. Yeah. Oh wait, four? No, because they did it against Kansas City. <laughs> right. That is. That's not. That's good, a right? bad team. Yeah. As if Josh McDaniels survives, I, I think he, he makes will. it to the end of the season. But yeah, probably will. Uh, I might think, be your Black Monday coach number one. 
that that was always that was a fun one. I remember telling you last year that Matt Nagy wasn't gonna make it through Sunday Night Football. That right. like before the game, Mike Forio was gonna go. Oh yeah, before we start the game, Matt Nagy got fired. <laughs> I don't think it happened like that, but it it now that's a part that's a smaller part of the bet is. Do they may even make it to Black Monday, or is it just the Sunday? So it doesn't count that Frank Wright gets fired during the season? <laughs> uh, Well, yeah, it's kind of one of those – not that the firing doesn't matter, but you're not even the fo- first coach fired. That's okay. Matt Rule. Um, Arizona and the Rams. I So to, to be – to tell everyone how I watched football, it was from YouTube highlights. And I was like, oh – Rams Cardinals this should be a good game because I knew nothing about what was going on this uh, weekend right so it's like oh Rams Cardinals should be a good game I saw the score before but I'm like oh 27 17 all right so at least you got a little like Kyler Matt Stafford yeah. good game nope neither one Colt McCoy John Wolford yeah Wolford actually looked kind of good yeah like he was at least moving around more than Stafford but Colt McCoy is just like he's a ba- he's a backup quarterback that you trust right doesn't make mistakes and like makes the right throws this like the highlights for this game though were just like boring and and then Cooper Cup's hurt now. It's, yeah, he's, he's getting surgery today or yesterday. Injured, injured reserve. Not, yeah, they're, this is they're, We're punting. The season's over. Yeah, I, yeah. I think we have yeah no back to back champions this year. No. Uh, the Lions beat the Bears thirty one thirty. Another great game. They're down twenty one at the end of the third quarter or something like that. Down fourteen in the fourth quarter. Yep. And. Come back and then yeah, this fourth down play, last last ditch hurrah, and Fields is like surrounded and just yeah. keeps throwing guys off of him. Yeah, eventually just gets too tired and like I'm pretty sure he didn't even fall fall that they were just like surrounding him. Yeah, and the refs like just, you're not gonna get out, you're right. not getting it's, out of this. Let's end the game. Like there are two teams that are at the same level. Like yep. that's why this was a really good game. Yeah, it's not like you watch this game. It was like oh. Thank God the Lions had Jared Goff. Like, it's not like he was there in his cape. But, like, the running backs, like, they just have Yeah, Swift s- is pieces. When, he's, when he's healthy, he makes them better. And, yeah, surprisingly, they're now three and six. I must be doing better in our draft thing. You'll have to. Uh, have, I'll do that for. I'll do that next. Okay. Next episode. Uh,. This is another one where I didn't see the score of this game, so I don't know why I didn't. But I was like, oh, uh, Dallas Green Bay. All I saw was that I picked Green Bay to cover like five and a half. And I'm like, oh, Green Bay covered five and a half. Cowboys probably won by a field goal. And as I'm watching the highlights, I'm like, yeah, you know, the Cowboys are going to win this game. Yeah. How, how are they not? They're up. Weren't they up a couple scores? Yeah. And then – Rodgers just like claws his way back. Christian Watson three touchdowns. He finally has a second receiver he can trust. Yeah, exactly. And and this is this to me was like the this wasn't the Cowboys blew this game. This was just like Rodgers like stepped up coming back. Yeah, hopefully coming back. I mean, no one wants to see like pouty Aaron Rodgers that no. was the, like he was against the Lions. Yeah. This this is this game like as I was watching these highlights I'm like this is a playoff game that's For what sure. it felt like yeah because and then I think the only thing with Dallas is it wasn't because I'm I didn't see Zeke I'm he assuming didn't play. yeah so that's I think that's the piece they're missing is yeah. you can't put that much stress on Pollard right but when you have both of them yeah and Dallas is just running the ball and yeah. throwing some play action yeah, exactly yep that's how this team works yep. For sure. 
Because, yeah, it's not like their defense, like, had some egregious fall-apart moment. No. It was just They're still solid. Rodgers. They just couldn't get to Rodgers. Yeah. Are, are we getting close to, like, getting to a record number of overtime games? <laughs> like, there is a lot. Yeah. There's, like, what, three? Just in this. Two this week. But in the games we've talked about, I think it's four. Yeah. And, and that was, again, like, I, I was like, oh, wait, we're going to overtime? I, I didn't even – the highlights were discombobulating. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to say we're going to talk about the primetime games, then we're going to talk okay. Vikings-Bills because that was something else. Uh, San Francisco beats the Chargers 22-16. Jimmy G just didn't make mistakes yep. like he does. Yep. It was a good game. Could have won either way. Good defense, both sides. The Chargers still kind of figuring things out with their team decimated. Yeah. So I, they're still in the mix, right? They're five and four. San Fran's five and four. That sounds about right. I think San Fran. Well, right now, if the playoffs started, San, San Fran's playing Minnesota, and I'm taking San Fran in that one. Ooh. Yeah. Like well, Minnesota, the, I think, is a little overinflated. Are we not? If in that specific scenario, I'm. We're we're thinking Kirk Cousins is going to be on TV. Yes, it'll even be a if prime, it's not prime it'll time. Be a pro, it's, it's a playoff himself. game. It's a playoff game, so it's going to be prime time. Now, everyone everyone's watching. Yeah, no, the Chargers. Like, I know we don't give the usually the MVP is just who was the best quarterback, but what Justin's Her, what Justin Herbert's doing yeah. with, with his top limit, two reci- wide receivers and, and himself being yeah. injured, right? Doesn't have his left tackle, and, and basically what. Um, San Fran decided was we're not going to let Eckler beat us. Yeah. That's what they did. They had like eight in the box. You have to throw to beat us That's to your secondary wide receivers that are hopefully still in your lineup. Yeah, it's the Josh Palmer, who's Canadian. I don't know if you knew yeah, that, number yeah. five. Canadian, uh, DeAndre Carter and Gerald Everett. It's like, here you go, throw to these guys. Right. But anyway, it was a good game. I really enjoyed it. Like It just showed me, though, like the 49ers have stars on offense they kind of do on defense they're just not heralded but yeah. their defense is to me is solid it's it's intimidating that it's like still like every level it's like oh here comes nick bosa oh there's fred warner and yeah. the i told you i loved the mufunga the right the guy safety with troy he trains with troy, troy palomalu and has the hair like him i'm like mm-hmm. he's running around everywhere yeah like their cornerbacks are solid. It's just a very like solid team. Yeah. That once you get to the playoffs, it's like, oh, there's not like holes in this team. None. Like what would like the biggest question mark with the 49ers is like their offensive line? Is can George Kittle stay healthy? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Debo like, McCaffrey, can they stay healthy? Like yeah, if, it's maybe just health. If the three of them are on the field, that's a it's, that's a team you don't want to see. And the guy that starts with an A, he's an awesome wide receiver as well. Oh, Ayuk. Yeah, he made some great catches. And yeah, almost scored the touchdown and like tried to shimmy it or uh, yeah, exactly. squirm his way in. Yeah. Uh Monday night, Washington beats the Eagles. The seventy two Dolphins popped their champagne. Yeah, it, they almost didn't, but they did. Uh, thirty-two twenty-one. I I have to say, for like a non-superstar corner quarterback, I love Taylor Heineke. He's overachieving. Yeah, this year, right? Overachieving. He's so like and, lucky yep. and like just he's not even. He's definitely not as good as like a Jimmy G, but he just kind of like he just kind of throws the ball downfield. He can run. Yeah, does a little bit of everything. Not terrific. 
but well. Yeah. Like he's just, I think, a little bit above a manager quarterback. Like he's a little bit above a Jimmy G because he's a little bit more risky. Yeah. Right? High so risk, like, high reward. Yeah. He's a little bit more that way. Um, but again, how does the game end? We knew this was going to come into play at some point this year where you get a quarterback kind of gets hit. Like if this is any other year, I don't know if they're going to throw the flag on that. It was kind of uh, like yeah. if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm like, what? Like, of course he's going to flail. I do it if I'm the quarterback. Damn. Anytime someone's around my knees, I'm going to fall down, right? And then look at the ref. Like, but anyway. Especially because it was a third down with like under two minutes left, one possession game. Yeah. And you, the Eagles are about to get the ball back. You're going to get the ball back. He took a knee. Yeah. He, he took did. a knee. Gave himself you know, up. All you have to do is tap him on the top of the Well, don't even tap him on the head. You have to do anything. Yeah. Right? When you give yourself up and touch a knee, you have to touch the person. But again, it's so entrained or ingrained in the defensive players' minds that you've got to touch or tackle, and that's, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, that they're... And they still had a chance with three seconds left or whatever, and then, of course... They do the lateral thing. Yeah, which only lasted a couple play, a couple of laterals, and then Washington gets another touchdown out of it. But anyway, again, why is it a good game? Because it's a divisional matchup. Yeah. Four and five against eight and oh. You'd think it's a no-brainer. I think the spread, and I saw the spread at one place, and it was like ten and a half, and I'm like, yeah, no. Washington's covering. Washington right. almost covered it themselves. Right. Which, yeah, they had the, the laterals that ended up being a touchdown. Touchdown, right, for those people that needed the over. Someone was happy last someone very upset i'm gonna say there's the under i'm gonna say there's definitely an eagles fan out there that had the over in this game that was like for they probably turned the game off and was like oh right. screw this game whatever yeah. and that woke up and was like wait my ticket who's and the over yeah um yeah that was also the the west final in the cfl and the lions tried to do that the lateral thing Yes, exactly. Yeah, like you're down by eight, and then they just like rally to tackle. It's like, oh, that was anticlimactic. All right, we we've waited long enough. the The game of the year. I don't even know what was the game of the year before this game. Like, I don't even know what was. Uh, like, there's been lots of good games, so but this definitely took. It had everything. Yeah, field goals, t defense, offense, catches, running attacks like you you name it it had it yeah minnesota beats buffalo 33 30 and i don't even, we're definitely gonna miss parts of this game oh, because for sure. there's too much there's, yeah the like, two two of the catches of the year for sure jefferson justice jefferson and i think the thing we forget because on i i'm sure you saw that too where they compared it to the other catches like right. the odell catch yeah, the david yeah. tyree catch right there was another one that i'm not thinking of but they were comparing this Jefferson catch to them. Jeff Justin Jefferson goes up with one hand. Yeah. The cornerback has two hands, hands on, on the, the football. Yeah. And he just rips it out of his hands. Right. On like basically on the ground. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was, was almost double covered, really. Yeah. There, there was another guy there. And it was fourth and eighteen. Yeah, exactly. That's the part that was, yeah. shocks me. I don't remember yeah. what the score Against was. Buffalo, that. who's what a top three defense. Yes. Right. With other injuries still. Yeah. And then Stefan Diggs makes a just as uh, incredible catch. Exactly. Yeah, he was all by himself, but still did the same thing, basically. Jumped, like, I don't know, a good foot and a half to to make that catch. Yeah, it was unbelievable. 
and, and then like even the tight end made a tremendous catch for the bills like there was just i i i, I don't even know where to start because there was so much that happened like the to be in my mind the bills defense were awesome in this game and they gave up 33 like i couldn't believe how quick they were getting to everyone the, like jefferson was the only one that was killing them yeah and they were double covering them and then, like, on on the Bills' side, it was actually, like, Singletary, who the rushing eight, attack that eight, was dominating. 10 yards, 8 yards, 10 yards, 11 yards. And what did I tell you? If they can run the ball, they're going to be fine. Even Allen, he he took a, uh, their best linebacker another 8 yards on one of his runs. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I'm trying to, like, think about... What? Interceptions, right? Like, Cousins yeah. threw... Inter- I don't know if he threw a couple. He threw one for sure. Yeah. Allen threw well. He threw the one in the end zone, not right. at the end of the game, but no, to and Peterson, earlier, yeah, and then threw the one at the end of the end, game, right? But this last like I don't even like I guess minute, two minute thirty, two minutes of the Vikings have the ball. They get stopped on fourth down because um, Dalvin Cook fumbles the ball. That was on the fifth down. So just so you know, the Bills were offside. So oh, yeah, Minnesota got another. So Minnesota had five chances at the one, and, and couldn't put it in. So that's how good the Bills' defense is. Yeah, the the Vikings. I don't. It wasn't then, but their running, their fullback ran in for a touchdown. Yeah, first touchdown in like five years. Right. That was hilarious. But then, so the Bills have it on like less than their own one yard line. Yeah, and I. I mean, obviously now it's it was the wrong play because it ended up costing you the game, but you're on your own goal line and they run a QB sneak, which I guess with Josh Allen, isn't the worst. No, it's not. Yeah. What else could you do? Like we talked about it. Do you just take a knee and take a safety and then punt the ball away? Cause you know, you have a good defense and then Minnesota gets the ball. What at their own 30 yard line with what? 40, something. 30 seconds, 35, maybe because it was 44. Yeah. So they t- drop back. Let's say three seconds off, 41. Then they uh, – I don't know on a safety. I don't think the clock starts until – it's like a kickoff, I think. Oh, and like the punt? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it could yeah, be a, either a punt or a, you can kick off, right? Oh. Whatever you want to do is this on a safety. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't think the clock starts. So, yeah, Minnesota will probably just um, do the old fair catch. So, yeah, they probably have 39 seconds or something, which is probably lots of time. Who knows, right? I, I I'd be interested to 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 uh, listen to the press conference for the Bills coach. To you know, could he have done anything differently? Would he Would he consider that? That's oh, hard. That's hard. Right? That's tough in a game like that. You're right, because Josh Allen. Who else would you want to go on a quarterback sneak than Josh Allen? In the NFL now, no yeah, one. No one. Back in the day, it would have been like Roethlisberger. Yeah, for sure. Right? Just to get you a yard or whatever. And then you're killed. I don't know. I can't remember if Minnesota had any timeouts left. You know what I mean? Because it was just, it was like Bob Cole. Like, everything's happening. Because And even you could tell, out of watching all the games, you could tell when something's bad, when the team that, like, either fumbled or the penalties on isn't even arguing like Josh Allen's just sitting there in defeat because he knows he fumbled the ball right exactly yeah and gave up a touchdown yeah and then Minnesota just dropped like it looked like they dropped 10 back yeah that I don't even understand okay it's Josh Allen like you what do you just want to play for a tie yeah right like we'll give you the field goal we just don't want you to get a touchdown I yeah I couldn't understand that because again I don't know if the Bills had any timeouts I think they had one. 
Okay. And I think they used it on that, like, used it on that last drive because Docs or Docs Knox catches one, the tight end, and he goes out right. of bounds. Right. Davis, on an easy one. Like, yeah. Yeah. A little, like, like, just a little dump off. I think it was run. two, actually. He yeah, got two. two of them. You're right. Yeah. And then Davis and then the, on the on side the other line. side, which shouldn't have been a catch, but again, now it's hurry up play, so the Bills are they're they're gonna hurry up and play anyway. But and then the last one was McKenzie Isaiah McKenzie catches it, right? And he almost goes to the middle, but there was right. like ten seconds left, right? So then, so he, then it's he almost realized, like he knew and yeah. ran out of bounds, right? I think they had one more play. I feel like they ran the ball and called the timeout to kick the field goal. I think. I don't know. You are right, though. That was just discombobulating. And then you get to overtime, and Buffalo, again, they stop the Vikings, and they yeah. get the field goal. When you get a field goal out of it, so you figure the Bills come down, and, well, they were marching down. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely no issues there. And then Allen just – and if anyone tries to pin this on the elbow thing, it this is not the elbow. Yeah, it was just like, a bad was, choice. Yeah. No one talked about that all game. Like, oh, his injury must be affecting his – 54 throws he had on i don't know how many he had but you know what i mean like yeah yeah he was he was yeah this game was uh yeah <laughs> it was unbelievable and then after the game uh well actually right after the interception then as any smart camera crew would do you hold the microphone up to the team that's celebrating right and to listen to every swear word yeah. in the book because they're all gonna come out now yeah they're they're not gonna swear after winning basically a playoff or not even basically that was, was a playoff, a playoff game. game for it sure could be the super, super bowl absolutely that's what you said after yeah. it's like i i wouldn't mind seeing that in the super bowl for sure two teams that have been to four super bowls <laughs> and have lost all four so someone's gonna win maybe there's a tie <laughs> They got a tie in the Super Bowl. Jack's ultimate nightmare. Actually, you know, uh, it'll be like the old NCAA times when two teams co-Super Bowl champions. Oh, they used to drive me nuts. Like, we're going to vote. It was like we're figure skaters, right? <laughs> it's figure skating. Let's go to the judges. Oh, we're going to have two winners, Notre Dame and Miami. You're both going to win, <laughs> right? It's like, let's not keep track of the score. What T-shirts then do they do they send overseas? Good question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because in Africa, everyone's a Bills fan. They all think they're the champs. The great of the four dynasty. Four in a row. They won four in a row. Uh, yeah, no, that that was like, that was as close to, in recent memory, that Bills-Chiefs game. Like, yeah. That was very close And unfortunately, to that. the Bills are on the wrong side of both of them. But, yeah, like, again, I... I, I can't fault the Bills' defense because, again, they're top three. Last year, okay, maybe they were top eight or something, but you you couldn't blame it on, on the they defense. They did what they had to. Like, the offense, yeah. Like, again, I don't know. It, to me, it, like, Minnesota's cousins played tremendous. Like, a lot of the throws had to be so accurate because the Bills were there. It was either an interception or it had to be a perfect pass or the Bills' defense was all over whoever was catching them. Like, there was no run after the catch. Like, I, I was in awe the whole game, and then I – like, the Bills lost. Like, if you watched that whole game – Yeah, turn off the scoreboard. Have, yeah, you would – well, the Bills just dominated. Like, it reminded me of the Bills of the early 90s where they just – on offense, they just go up and down the field, and the defense would just, like, knock out the – like. The, the only thing, the only problem I had was Von Miller in this game. And he actually did have a sack that I thought was the knockout 
sack. Yeah. But again, they made it fourth and 18, and then Cousins comes up with that play. But they didn't have enough, and I found the same thing in the Dallas-Green Bay game. Dallas did not get to Rodgers enough. They did get a couple sacks, but at those th- those times when you need that sack or at least a pressure, pressure to yeah. force a bad throw, they couldn't do it. Yeah, if you get if you get Cousins throwing a bad ball, you know he can throw a bad ball. Absolutely. Yes. Where Rodgers, okay, maybe it'll be a mediocre ball, won't be bad. But anyway, yeah, just aw- awesome game. Yeah, I just I, I yeah, I, I can't think of the last time I've seen a a good regular season game like that. Yeah, no, not nothing of that like magnitude. Like, like maybe the the Rams and um, oh Chiefs game, Chiefs when that we watched pretty the wild. Cottage, right? Was that at the Cottage on a Monday third, night? Monday night game? Yeah, it might have been. That was it was like fifty four, fifty one. Yeah, and that was prime Jared Goff. I remember that game because it was supposed to be in Mexico, and then there was something wrong with the uh, field, right. so they had to play in L A. Right. That was, uh, as I would think from what I remember, that Chiefs Rams game was still better, but like. Right. Yeah, that is the last regular season game that compares to this one. Right. A uh, couple of news. Yeah, Cooper Cup's going on the injured reserve. Yeah, that's probably done for the year, right? Like you said, they they punted their season. I think now anyway, like they just they just don't seem to have it. Like as a defending champs, you figure they would be in the mix, but again, I wouldn't say any teams out of it at three and six at this point. No, the just only the, the season's gone. Yeah, the only I, if. If the Rams were in the AFC, I would actually feel better about their chances because, like, Dallas and the Giants and the Eagles now are kind of just going to beat up on each other. Right. And then, like, Tampa Bay will make it. Seattle. Like, I could see Seattle falling off. Yeah. Are they for real? We'll see. San Francisco feels like the division winner out of those two. Yeah, no, maybe maybe the Rams still do have a chance. Yeah. Maybe it's not ridiculous. Rams, Falcons. There who has go. a better chance of making the playoffs? Oh boy, I know who has a better chance of breaking your heart. <laughs> I, the this is the Falcons making the playoffs or almost making the playoffs would be like week eighteen. They have to win and need like four things to happen, but they're playing after all the things, right? And everything happens. Yeah, everything comes in, and so then they you're... lose on like a hail mary. Yeah, I think that's the only way they haven't lost yet is a hail mary, mm. from what okay. I could think of. No, yeah, they did. Well, they didn't lo- Well, they ended up losing when Carolina. Oh, yeah. No, they ended up winning, <laughs> And then he yeah. took his helmet off, and they ended up not getting the extra point because of that. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> so that's happened. They but did, they did don't worry. Lose. There's other ways. Don't worry. They'll they'll just have to sit down with uh, Leaf management and go, what else do you got? <laughs> yeah, we can't blow they, a 3-1 series lead. We only play one game. Yeah, what else can we do in, the, in that game? Uh. Ron Rivera had a really weird quote about the quarterback in Washington. Not even about Heineke. It's just he doesn't know who the starter is. Okay. Shouldn't it just be Heineke? He just won. He just beat the undefeated Eagles. Why are we now? Like, is Carson Wentz going to come back and you're going to go, hmm, who do I want? The guy that I said that Ron Rivera earlier in the year basically blamed this commander season on Carson Wentz. Is he now going to go? Yeah, I want that guy to be my starter, not the guy that everybody loves in Washington. He's got to be diplomatic. Um, and then Deshaun Watson is going to start practicing this week. This is like slowly. I know it's real, but like he's going to be with his team this week. And now, like, what do we do with Cleveland? Like, is Cleveland? Do we put them in like playoff conversation with Deshaun? He hasn't played in like 
two years. I don't know. I just know the week, the first week he plays will be a circus because he gets to play his old team. Bam. But I think that'll be the highlight of both those teams' season. Will be that game, that'll, and then that'll be it. That is that is the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Um, let's do week eleven. Guess the lines. Thursday night, actually a pretty good game. We got Tennessee at Green Bay. Oh, good for Al. Just to watch a good at Green Bay. Oh, Al, you better bring an extra winter coat. <laughs> Rejuvenated Rodgers and the just. Do we just? I know they haven't clinched it yet, but can we just say the Titans won the AFC South already? Wow, that was like what I said like a few years ago yeah. when they were like, "There's no one else in that division," and we're right back to that again. I have the we had a I had a Colts moment before the year. The Jags had a good start, and now yeah. it's like, oh no, just no, the we're Titans. back to the Titans again. Yeah, no one else is close. No. Uh, so yeah, Tennessee at Green Bay. Uh. I'll say Green Bay. They probably have them favored by two and a half. Uh, I also said two. They two and a half. They gave them the full three. Wow. I'm, I'm After on their overtime win. Tennessee. I'm I'm with Tennessee in this yeah, game. Yeah, me too. I just think they're. This game could could be kind of sloppy. Like if Ro- I mean if Rogers is just on it, then sure yeah. it'll be well, fine. It could be some white stuff. So but again, advantage Tennessee. Uh, to Sunday we've got. Carolina and Baker Mayfield going nice. to Baltimore to face the Ravens, his old rival. Oh boy. I'll say they got the Ravens favored at six and a half. Wow. Again, I also said six and a half. It's 12 and a half. I want to say Panthers, but it's <laughs> not confident. Maybe if you give me 14 and a half, but I can't believe it's that high. It's like That's a Baker, Baker tax. Just because of what I think it is, I'm leaning towards the Panthers, but. I, I think twelve and a half. It's probably you feel better about the like, Ravens just winning. Yeah, like but like Baker's a better quarterback than what they've had. We know their defense is decent in Carolina, but Baltimore, I don't know, they're surging, right? It's a tough one. I think I think the safe play would be to take Carolina with the points. Yeah, Baltimore wins, but they're Carolina gonna run the, the ball points. and control the clock. Yeah. Um this actually I put this a little higher than it should be. It's actually kind of a good game. Washington the Commodore is at Houston. Oh, uh, I'm going to say, oh boy, they just beat the undefeated Eagles. Yeah. So they're going to have Washington probably favored as four and a half point favorites on the road, which is way too high against the scrappy team. Yeah, I I didn't think about the bump that they were going to get from the Eagles. I said one and a half. It's uh, you get it. It's three and a half. Yeah, I can see that. I think a field goal game kind of makes sense. Yeah, I see both these I, teams in a close game. I can see Houston possibly winning this one. Sneaking it out. It's one of those, it's a letdown game for Washington. Playing the best team in the league, now you're going to play oh. the worst team on the road. It's like a trap game. Yep. Yeah, I could see that. Because uh, I'm assuming Washington probably has a lot of division games coming up after this week as well. I bet you they're like, right, they got to play... Dallas and Philly and the Giants. Because if the Giants have that schedule, I'm assuming they all do. Oh, my God. Uh, Not as much, but it's at Texans, home for the Falcons, at the Giants, bye week, home for the Giants. They played the Giants technically in back-to-back weeks. Right. And then at the 49ers, home for the Browns, home for the Cowboys. Mm. And they get to see Deshaun Watson. There we go. Uh, Next one is Philadelphia at Indianapolis. I would say... 
the mm. Carson Wentz Bowl or the Frank Reich Bowl, but right. neither, neither of them are a part of there. this. I'm going to say they probably have the – because the Colts won – they probably took a point off, so I'll say the, they have the Eagles' favorite as six-and-a-half-point favorites. Wow, right on the head, six-and-a-half. That's I would, a, it would have been seven-and-a-half if they won. I bet you they take a point off. Yeah, I could see that. I So, like, week two of Jeff, Jeff Saturday as a head coach against a better Eagles team. Yeah, I like I'm thinking 31-14 Eagles. I think they get their – they had their trap game. They decide to lower the boom here, and we all know the Colts aren't as good as what their record even is. What are they four, five, and one now? Something like that. Right? Yeah, we know they're not that good. I could see the Eagles piling up sacks on par Matt Ryan. Yeah, in this like game. Ryan's not running down the field for thirty-five yards against the Eagles. No. Um, how about mm. a former? NFC Championship matchup. Oh. The Los Angeles Rams going to New Orleans to face the Saints. Wow, there's a couple of misfit teams. This is this is a playoff game. Really. Because yeah, whoever is loses this town is out. Too. Yeah. Uh this is in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Wow. I'm gonna say, wow. Is uh the quarterback back for the Rams? Is he still listed as because uh, I know he was in so he was in concussion protocol is right. why he was not. Also, it's weird that it's a 1 o'clock game. Oh, yeah. With, while I'm looking this up, there is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 1 o'clock games and 3, 4 o'clock games. Oh. Just one more. Just yeah. 7 and Make 4, and that's fine. Like um, I'm going to say they'll have the New Orleans Saints favored by 2.5 in this one. Uh. Matt Stafford questionable with a concussion still. Fair enough. In the two and a half. So yeah, I also said two and a half. They gave they gave the Saints four. Yeah, I think just because of the cop being out as well, that probably hurts them. It's always the it's New Orleans. It usually call it. We usually call it like the quarterback tax, where if your quarterback isn't playing, that right. moves the line. But yeah. Cooper Cup does legitimately move a line like two points. Yeah, for sure. For just him being on the field. I I like the Rams. I do too. Yeah. This just even if it's Wolford, I, I yeah. kind of feel well, okay like you with said, that. Like said, he played okay. I was gonna watch the game, but it was on demand, and on demand never extends the game, so you never get to watch the whole game. They get like halfway through the fourth quarter. Yeah, and then it c- cuts off, so I didn't watch it because it was on TV, but I didn't. It didn't say it was on TV. Huh. So weird. Yep. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, one more week, I think, before we get to Sean Watson. Right. And they get to go to Buffalo to face the Bills and the probably the angry Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm going to say they probably have Buffalo favorites, eight and a half point favorites in this one. Wow. You didn't look at these, did you? I did not. Wow. I'm not keeping track because you're just. I'm winning. You're just slaughtering already, me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is eight and a half. I had seven and a half. But okay. I just, I don't know. I, I. I like I Buffalo. Feel, this is going to be the exact. You just watched who Cleveland played, Miami. Same game, thirty-eight, nineteen. <laughs> I'm looking to see because I think we're one more week. Oh, two more weeks away from uh, Watson coming back. Okay, but yeah, still, I this this does feel like a Bills. Yeah, smackdown. they're ready to. Yeah, let's let's prove all this. this they just lost two in a row, yeah. right? They're better than that. Yeah, the six and three Bills. Yeah. Uh, 
divisional matchup. We got the New York Jets going to New England to face the Patriots, which I feel like they've already played like three times. Yeah. Wow. I get, wow. I got to say they probably have New England favorite as two and a half point favorites in this one. You were going to edge me out. I said one and a half and it's three and a half. Wow. Jets. I'll take the Jets. Like I think that the Jets already lost to the to the Patriots. Yeah. Right. So again, division matchup. The Jets. I don't know. I know they have a better record, but I I don't know. I don't. I can't see them losing twice. Well, it's been thirteen in a row. So are they going to lose fourteen times in a row? No. That's true. Nobody beats the Jets fourteen times in a row. Um, sorry, I just got a news thing that Trump is running for president yes, again. Yes, I know. I, but it's interesting. Is he running as a Republican or as an independent? I bet you he may run as an independent. Probably. That'll be the difference. No one can stop him. It'll be him. a three-team race. It'll be like Canadian politics. Three-team race. be a new NDP. Uh, I, I think I like the Jets here, too. I yeah. swear, if you're getting plus points with the Jets, yeah. how do you not feel good the, about that? Yeah. The only, I guess the only thing you worry about is just Belichick. But they already beat them. I the don't Patriots know. Patriots already beat them. Yeah. It just, I, I don't know. Uh, this, your Lions are going to the Giants. Oh, boy. Going to New York or New Jersey. I'm going to say they probably have the Giants as five and a half point favorites in this one. I I, I got one. Oh. I said three and a half and it's three. Oh, okay. I think this is an overreaction to the Lions winning. Right. Exactly. This is a lot of yeah. overreactions to this yeah, last week. It, usually how it works. Um, I like the Giants on this one. I think the Lions have... I don't want to say they met their match, but they're in for a couple of bad losses here. I think Giants and Bills. Yeah, I think the, I think the Lions are gonna want this to be a shootout. Yeah, they can I, play it. Wait, I, I said the Lions, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, they're gonna want to play. Oh, the Giants aren't gonna play a shootout. They're right. just gonna be like, oh, you guys want to score touchdowns all the time? Cool, right. we're gonna run the run ball. Run the ball down your throat. Yeah. This is surprisingly good game. I actually, I just realized now I had this as the best. The best game of the early window, Cle- or Cleveland, Chicago at Atlanta. Wow, who would have thought? That eh? is a good game. Yeah, that is a fun game. Now, is this another playoff game? Loser goes home. Yeah, right. Yeah, because they're both in that kind of that same. Because they're not really in it, but, but they if still you get kind one of more are win, right. Yeah. Then you're still going to be in that. When when the the stack guy comes on, he'll Karnacki. still be four percent chance if they win and seventeen percent if they lose. But look, <laughs> I can't wait for that guy to come back. Yeah, I hope they bring awesome. him back, Steve Karnacki. Uh, okay, sorry. Can you say so? Can Chicago you, at Atlanta. At Atlanta, I'm gonna say they have the uh, Bears favorite as two and a half point favorites in this one. Um, I also said two and a half for the Falcons. Oh, Falcons favored by three. Wow. I might have to keep track to see if I'm making some comeback. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I like the Bears in this one. I got to find a way to break Falcons' hearts this week. A new way, though. It's got to be new. Fields has got to not get sacked five times and then throw it down or run it. That's what I was thinking. Like a Justin Fields, like almost like a punt return touchdown. Yeah. Like he runs it from like his own 20 to win the game. Yeah. I can see that. Sounds about right. All right, so we we tied tied Tennessee Green Bay. We tied Carolina Baltimore. You got Washington Houston. You also got Philly Indy right on the head. We tied Rams Saints. You got Bills Browns right on 
right on. You beat me. Jets, <laughs> Patriots. It's I got, not as close as you think. Um, I got Lions, Lions, Giants. And I just, yeah, it is uh, four for you, two for me, and three ties. Yeah. I'm, I'm close. Yeah. And I could make a comeback here. Um, how about another, like, this is, we're talking playoff games. This is a yep. playoff game. Las Vegas at Denver. Whoever loses this oh, game, Oh, for sure. Done. Absolutely. I think both are done anyways. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. But at least one, we're still talking about one next week. The other one, we're saying, ah, oh, wow, they really sucked this year. Yeah. They were supposed to be good. Um, These are always close. I, sorry, uh, Raiders at Denver? Yeah, in, in Denver. Raiders never win there. So I'm going to say they have Denver favored two and a half. Oh, I also said two and a half, and it's three and a half. Mm. We, we split, or we tied I was going to say three, but. <laughs> it's hard to get there with a full field goal with yeah, the Broncos. This is a, uh, I wouldn't touch this nope. game. I, I will say that, and I actually won't bet it. I would and not it, bet this yeah, game. Yeah, like it's probably going to be a snowstorm. So that probably helps the Raiders, even though it should help the Broncos. Yeah, that's Ugh, true. The Raiders' man. running attack is better. Yeah. I I think, like, gun to my head, I have to pick a winner in this game. I think I would take the Raiders. Yeah. But not by – No. I, I would do the Russian roulette. Just throw six <laughs> – one bullet in the chamber, and we'll just – we'll see what happens. <laughs> if I don't die, I, get, uh, I don't yeah. have to bet on the game. Yeah. Uh. Flexed out of Sunday night. Thank you, NFL. Yes, yes. Got one right. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati going to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. A divisional game, but not a primetime game. Right. Shouldn't be a primetime game. I'm going to say they have the Bengals favored by four and a half, which is probably the biggest spread they've had in Pittsburgh. That might be ever. Yeah. I don't, I don't right? see a time like, when... Pittsburgh's always, I'm sure, always been favored, and if not... Not Cincinnati's probably maybe favored by a field goal, maybe, and I and I'm going back to like Kenny Anderson, 1980 Cincinnati, but Pittsburgh was still good then. So uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they've ever been favored in Pittsburgh. I was gonna say favored in Pittsburgh ever might be a, a yeah. fun question yeah. too. I like I want to pick the Bengals. I really do. Like that's just where my head tells me to pick. Then it's also like is Pittsburgh gonna win two straight? playing at home but again i don't think they're very good no they coached well yeah but. the only thing is what what is different between this game and week one is that cincinnati doesn't have jamar chase and pittsburgh made burrow look terrible yep like, but then is this the is this the revenge game yeah cincinnati's kind of turned things around right like I, I would take cincinnati to win but i i don't know if like Four and a half kind of feels like a lot with the Steelers. I, again, I despise with the Steelers. Divisional Always game. have. I know it's a division game. I don't care. I'm taking the Bengals. They win this in the blowout. Uh, this also this last one arguably could have been could have been flexed into a Sunday night game. Right. Your Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Going to, I guess tied for the one. No, no, not tied for the one seed because Philly beat them, but. Going to Minnesota to face the Vikings. Ah, they probably have the Vikings as three-point favorites. Wow. I'm not really happy to say I got this, but um, I said Minnesota would be favored by one and a half. Yeah. The Cowboys are favored by one and a half. I like the Cowboys in this one, especially because they lost. And the way Minnesota won, 
just feels like a letdown game. That's a, that's what I was thinking. I, now I'm looking at it. If Minnesota wins, this is the don't disrespect Minnesota game. Right. But also something something's gonna go wrong. This team, like the last these last two weeks, they should have lost one of them. Yeah, exactly. I could see the letdown yeah. game. Like makes eventually, sense. they're gonna lose. They're not. Again, we're talking early, but are we gonna say Minnesota's gonna go sixteen and one? I'm gonna say no. No, right? See, we're we're doing the old um, commentator um, jinx. Jinx right now. I can't we've done it the last few weeks. I can't. I don't know who's gonna do this game, but I really hope. Oh, uh, you know what's definitely gonna happen? I feel like that poor. Like I want to go back at the end of the year and look through the games Jim Nance and Tony Romo do because I always feel like they get terrible games. They really talk about the jinx a lot. Yeah, they do. Like, Jim like Nance nobody jinx. else talks about it. No. But they do. Like, they'll say a stat, and then, oh. And then someone won't do something, go, there's the commentator jinx. The only one I heard from this weekend was the Bears-Lions game, where Mark Sanchez jinxed, like, a kicker. Besides that, oh, okay. that was the only one I heard. But I just, I really hope. I'm trying to think of, like, what other game you would really want. Like, Rams-Saints will be a Fox game. Yeah. But, like... What's the good CBS game? Like, is it is it Raiders-Broncos? Or is it Bengals-Steelers? Because the, the Cowboys-Vikings is probably going to be Fox, too. But, like, yeah, what other games do you really want? Like, do you want Eagles-Colts? Cleveland-Bills? Cleveland-Buffalo, yeah. So you can just watch Josh Allen go to <laughs> town in Cleveland? <laughs> Here we go, Jim! <laughs> Uh, Sunday night. I I cannot believe this spread. I'm just I'm prefacing this by okay, I cannot believe the, this spread. Thanks for the advantage. Kansas City. Yep. At the L.A. Chargers in SoFi Stadium. Okay. But again, that's don't. It's not a home field game. No, it's not for any L.A. teams for whatever reason. Good marketing by the Chargers and the Rams <laughs> in their brand new stadium. I don't understand. Anyway, okay, let's go. Wow, I, I guess the Chiefs must be favored by seven and a half. Wow, that was it's six and a half, but still. I I, w- I would have said a field goal, and you, you gave me a hint, uh, right? Yeah, I said this is this is like I might have to get fired from the show. I said the Chargers would be favored. Uh, I I would have maybe thought that way. And yep. I, I didn't go crazy. I said Chargers one and a half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that would have been fair. I, I would have thought, yeah. I should have. I'll take the Chargers in this one. Especially I think the Chargers the, can win this one. The points, for sure. Yeah, Chargers, po- that feels great. For sure. Six and a half. Yep. This game feels. Justin Herbert, the way he's playing, like I said it before, we're not going to give him the MVP because he's not the best quarterback, but no. he's been the best quarterback with the weapons he's had. Absolutely. And, and again, very competitive. They could have beat the 49ers, who I think are just as good as the Chiefs. And that Chiefs-Chiefs-Chargers game we watched the Thursday night at the Cottage, that was an incredible game. Right. Because that was the first Thursday night game. Right. Yeah, the first, like, Amazon, Amazon Thursday night game. game. Yep. Poor, 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 poor Carissa. I, I hope she, I haven't watched a uh, Amazon pregame show since. <laughs> no, so I, I, I hope, can't hear them. I hope she's doing better. Yeah. Uh Monday night. This is this is a fun one. We're going to Mexico. Oh, nice! Mexico City. Hopefully, we actually Yee-haw. go. Or what do they do? Yippity yippity! <laughs> I'm sure, there's some yeehaw in there. Uh, so neutral field. Yep. Hopefully, I mean this could end up like oh. that Rams Chiefs yeah, game where it ends up back. Yeah. 
Um, San Francisco, hmm. technically the road team. Arizona, right. technically the home team. But again, we're in Mexico. Right. Neutral field. Oh, they're going to have the 49ers favored by four and a half. And I'm assuming there's no um, quarterback for the Cardinals. No Kyler again? Yeah. I, this spread would reflect that. You're going to get I said three and a half. It's San Francisco plus eight or minus eight. Wow. But then again, I thought, well, it's neutral field, so it doesn't matter that Arizona's the home team. Right. For sure. I'd, I'd, again, be just if we're going to say it too much, but like it's a division game. If Kyler plays, eight is too much. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take Arizona if if Kyler's playing. If he's not, I'll take the 49ers. Yeah, if, it, if it's Colt McCoy. It's going to come down to that. Simple as that. 49ers are solid. Yeah. I, I trust them to win this game. Just yeah. w- it doesn't just matter who the quarterback yeah. is. Like, again, they beat the Chargers by what? Six? Seven? Six, yeah. So, right? So, like, I can see them beating Arizona by the same. And, yeah, the, the Chargers are better than the Cardinals. Yeah. And that's with the Cardinals could have Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins, and Herbert doesn't have his top two wide receivers, and I would still like the Chargers right. more. Agreed. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it for the NFL. Let's go to the NHL. Uh, we've got some some crazy streaks going on. Vegas was on an is I think is currently still on an eight game win streak. They're just they're just good again. We're just like twenty seventeen Vegas again with no goalie, with like their tandem of Logan Thompson and Laurent Bossois. Are they both left handed goalies? Nah, just the one is. Oh okay. I always think there's two on that team, but okay. The wrong way. Um, yeah, yeah, the wrong way. Um, wow, that's impressive, and I'm assu- assuming the other streak's got to be Boston. Uh, actually, or well, got broken, I guess. Boston has won 11 out of their last 12. Right, they're 14 and two. They haven't even gotten to overtime. No, that's, or maybe they have, but they might winning. have won in overtime. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other win streak, your rival. Oh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah, another, nine game win streak. Yeah, they're up there too. They're 12 and three or something. I Crazy. love. I don't know. Did you see the Jack Hughes quote? No, um, I'm going to pull it up to my explanation of this is somebody asked him about like it's something like how can you get like better mentally or something like that. And he just has this like little quip response. Okay, Here we go. I'm going to play it now. I hope I don't get like sued or anything for this, but it's yep. a quick clip. Brought to you. you to gain a little bit more consistency throughout those full 60 minutes. I mean, we're on a nine-game heater. I'd say we're doing okay. Yep. That is a good – I mean, yeah, if you're on a nine-game win streak, there is nothing, nothing bad going on. No, everything – yeah. Like, you, even the fans have changed their tune. I don't know if you've seen the that. The Lindy. Lindy Ruff. Fire, Lindy. Lindy, and then they change it to sorry, Lindy. <laughs> uh, I heard it's it. hilarious. Like, Lindy Ruff is just – if we're just handing out awards today, he's yeah. the Jack Adams winner. This is a New Jersey team that every year it's, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're still getting better yeah. slowly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They need another top five pick. Right. But I, I think there is, I think it's pretty easy to say there is going to be some type of regression at some point for sure. Cause again, you can't do with the goaltending they have. Yeah. It, just it, like Vegas. Yeah. It's going to catch up to you. But like, if we're talking about them like long term, if this is if this is close to what they're gonna be in like February and March, this metropolitan like division is gonna be way more of a mess than we think. Like, who who are they replacing in your mind then? Okay, Washington. So, yes. 
Pittsburgh? Yes. Pittsburgh okay. was on like a seven game losing streak. Yeah, I know. Streak. They, again, some teams are still playing summer hockey. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking Carolina is better than I thought. Than, than I thought they would be. I didn't think they would be as good. Really? I thought there was a type of regression coming. Mm. Um, mostly because I thought the Rangers would be better. Okay. I think the Rangers are the same. They're still playing summer hockey. They the are Rangers. the same team. The Islanders have been really good. Which is not surprising. No. We knew they had a real terrible schedule that put them off. Yeah. Columbus is worse than we thought. Like, worse than yeah. I thought. Yeah. yeah. I, I, th- I knew they'd be bad. I didn't think they'd be that bad. Uh, Philly is just... I don't even know if it's better, but they are playing better, scrappier. They're gonna be scrappy. Oh wait, right? I, have, I have to find the. I have to play the torch thing. I played it right before we started recording. Uh, so torch did um the. Oh. Don't stop playing. Go. I think people heard the beginning of that. So, who's Philly playing tonight? Because this Columbus, it's four four on, on ESPN in right? overtime right now. <laughs> wow, torch must hate this game. Oh yeah. Against Columbus, and there's eight goals. Yeah. So usually they actually do a really good thing with the NHL. The they do it like during commercial breaks where the coach will put on a headset and the broadcasters will ask them questions. And usually it's never it's like, oh, what can your team do better in this period? It's right. always simple questions like that, and it's always the you know get pucks in deep pl- and yeah, play a hundred percent. Not torts. Yeah. This is this is what torts said to one of these He's boring awesome. questions. Torrance, you guys give up the first goal. Just just thoughts on your team's start here so far in the first 15-plus minutes. We suck. We haven't forechecked. We haven't done anything as of right now. What do you want to see differently? Forecheck. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> like, just almost. Just. Tells it like it is. Yep. We suck. Yep. Like he said, he was talking about wrist aligning, and he's like, he needs to be better at everything. Yeah. He, be- he scratched him. Yeah, healthy scratched him. Yep. Torts is just it's the best. How could you not love that guy for like a year? After after the second year, then you're like you start, wow, this guy is it like starts a, to get old, right? Like he's and the same person. Yeah, yeah. Again, they're the Flyers are a mediocre team that he's being able to coach them. They're blocking shots, they're doing everything the Torts way, and that's why they're eking out wins at this point. They again they'll be in the battle for Blow up for Bedard. Bedard, yes. Um, the other streak I wanted to talk about was the St. Louis Blues through yeah eight game losing streak. Unbelievable! Like, look at the roster. How do they lose eight in a row? And that's a record for their franchise. Yeah, which again, that doesn't surprise me because they're usually pretty consistent, decent. Yeah, they're always a legitimate playoff team. I did. Yeah, I just don't get it. Just everyone, just put the NHL on notice. Don't let St. Louis be last place in the league yeah, in January. Exactly, because they're not blowing it for Bedard. They're winning the cup. Exactly. I think it. I think a big thing might be just goaltending. The fact that you don't have a guy like Billy Huso yeah. with Binnington anymore. Exactly, they gave that up. That, that hurt them. They literally made the trade. It was Thomas Grice was the Red Wings goalie last year, and they just Grice for Huso is an awful trade to make. I agree, because Huso I think was better than Grice. Thing. Yeah, 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 like way better. Yeah. Now it's now the Red Wings tandem just looks amazing for sure. Like the the Delco, it's not even actually. I shouldn't even say that. It's not a tandem. Huso is the starter, right? But Nedeljkovic is a way better backup than Grice, right? Because he was a starter. That's such yeah. a that's so weird that Carolina. But I, I think Carolina's goaltending is fine too. They've been doing okay. Yeah. Um. So those were yeah those were the streaks. I wrote down Leafs just because like 
We always talk about the Leafs. Le- Leafs and streaks, that goes together. <laughs> Hot and Win cold. Win five, lose five. We'll see if they, how they're doing tonight. But then Win. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. Uh, and maybe Murray's in that. <laughs> I was watching because most of the people on the Montreal trip are Leaf fans. So we were watching before we went out on Saturday. We were watching them play Vancouver. And I would, Vancouver went up. They went up one nothing, And then we started playing like some drinking game. And then someone looked up and they're like, wait, it's 2 nothing." I'm like, yeah, they scored in the power play. They're like, yeah, I saw them take a penalty. When they score on the power play, I'm like, it's the Leafs. I love I I love being the non because also I don't think people know that I'm not a Leaf fan so I just oh, okay. like make fun of them so people right. just think I'm a Leaf fan that hates the Leafs right that's what Leaf fans do anyway they won tonight five two oh look at in that in Pittsburgh hot 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 getting hot again damn I don't lose them three in a row damn the or no two in a row I guess sorry they it, beat Vancouver it is they beat Vancouver yeah they came back and won that game three two oh wow yeah yep did not see that um. You know what? I I don't have anything else to say about the Leafs, so we're just yeah. Not they're just gonna... yeah. They're just yeah. They're the funny thing is, um, I was looking at the division sticks. I'm like, I wonder where everyone is, and I was gonna write it down, but I'll just I'll look now because the it's actually pretty close. Like we'll just do the East right now. So Buffalo has or Buffalo Boston has 28 points. Right, they're way ahead of everyone in, in 16 games. That's just silly. Yeah. Uh, Toronto, which feels like a tumultuous start. Yeah. Are second in the division. They have right. 21 points in 17 games. Then it's now oh, that's kind of weird. Tampa has 17 points in 15 games, which is kind of silly in itself too. Like yeah. that's that's pretty good. Florida has 19 and 16. Uh, Detroit and Montreal both have 17 and 15. Buffalo 14 and 16, and then Ottawa 11 points in 15 games. Yeah, they've struggled. That They're is not a, being scrappy. No. Even in that like Flyers game, it was just kind of dead. Yeah. Like Giroux scored that goal, and then the Flyers just kind of swarmed them. Yeah, yeah. Even though Ottawa beat the Flyers on Saturday by the same score in Philly, but I don't know. Ottawa just doesn't seem it. Well, they don't have Shabbat now. He's out. I don't know how long. That was out. that was a bad hit. It was. It wasn't called a penalty either. A hit from behind. It was. Wasn't that connecting? Stand scrappy. Yep. Uh, Torch likes them. I'll do the other. Uh, Dal- or Devil- Devils, 24 points in 15 games. That's going to come down. Yeah. Islanders, 22 and 17. Might not come down. Nope. They might just be they that good. Be there. Uh, Carolina, 21 points in 16 games. They're actually, they're probably going to get better. Yeah. The Rangers will get better. They have 19 points in 17 games. Philly, 16 and 15. Washington, 16 and 18. Uh, Pittsburgh fifteen and sixteen, Columbus nine points in fourteen games. Yeah, I just Liney's out now too. Again, yeah, I think I I think I did see that actually. Like it's just, it's more of like, it's too bad this d- isn't just con- actually yeah let's do conference because like, it's oh, actually it's actually pretty close. It's Boston, New Jersey, Islanders, Carolina, Toronto, Florida, New York, Tampa. So I think that's actually four and four. But when the time comes for the playoffs, like it's going to be Boston, Tampa, Toronto, Florida. As always. So those four. Yeah. And then you'll have three teams in the Metro have to make it. Right. So we'll let's just. And then another wild card. Who it's going to be Detroit, New Jersey, maybe Washington and Pittsburgh if they yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Like. 
Detroit might actually, if if New Jersey really falls off, Detroit will actually have a chance. Right. They need New Jersey to fall off though, because I don't think if if it's right now it's the Rangers and the Panthers or the wild card teams. Right. That they'll, would be they'll move up. That'd be hard to catch. Um. Uh, what do I got next? Um. Oh yeah. Also, I just wanted to mention Borja Salming. It's it's. Uh, it was great to see him out there. Obviously, the circumstances, him having ALS to the point right. where he can't talk anymore right. is, like, devastating. And for the Leafs to have a starting lineup of all Swedish players, like, that's just what a great touch. For sure. And the um, CCM gave Matthews the cu- a custom, like, stick that was painted like the old wooden CCM sticks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I wanted to mention, so when I was in – Montreal Saturday night there was a Habs game they played right. Pittsburgh yeah they played Pittsburgh one in overtime at this uh pub we went to they have um like a marker on every table every right. table in the place has a player and if that player scores you get a round of shots nice. so every time someone scores everyone's it like yeah right. and then and one table goes yeah, yeah dextra <laughs> So it was cool. We had Jake Evans. It didn't, okay. didn't go very well. Although everyone was then just invested of like, where's Evans? Is he out there? Right. And watching watching this game, and I'm sure there's other like sports bars that were even louder, but everyone was like so invested in the game outside of our table. We didn't really care, but right. everyone was so excited for the game. And like something would happen and you would have thought it was game seven of the Stanley Cup it's final. Yeah, it was they're... so like different level of uh fans yeah like if you're out in toronto like unless you're at the game people aren't really reacting that much well like i said i came home from the argonauts and alouettes (laughs) game i seen both sets of fans all over union station and i had no idea who won like nobody was like celebrating nobody was pissed off i was like okay i guess i'll just go home and watch the game then it's still gonna be a surprise for me yeah everyone just went home happy yeah uh, Evander Kane, pretty pretty scary stuff. And when they were playing, Edmonton yeah. played Tampa. Uh, Pat Maroon's skate went over his wrist, cut yeah. it, and like immediately you saw the blood on the ice. Yeah. And I he think every, everybody, everybody has those moments where mine is Richard Zednick, where he took a skate to the neck. Yours yeah. was the Sabres goalie, wasn't it? Yeah. Where it, like Archer. he that one is definitely worse because there yeah. was so much blood that it's right. like, how did he survive? Right. When and, Rich- and he's further away, he's yeah. in the net. Right, and this is going back. This is probably like early '90s, where again, this kind of stuff just doesn't happen compared to now. Where I don't know, guys skate sharper now, or I don't know what's going on. Yeah, because then once he got up, he immediately do and like covered it, and even right. Maroon is yelling to Every, the bench. Yeah, both like, benches, like everybody. Yeah, I think yeah, he gave a big shout out to both medical staffs because everyone was there to help. And yeah, it's surprising. Like he's possibly going to be back in this year yeah three to four months that'd be it like could have been career ending yeah right you get a certain tendons and ligaments there and maybe you don't have function in your hand anymore that can't grip a stick properly it'll be one of those for the hockey side of it for edmonton evander kane might end up just being your trade deadline acquisition exactly just a free free guy that's going to come back yep uh the philadelphia flyers i mean we showed the showed the torts thing uh, with their reverse retro jerseys and the, we talked about Cooperalls on the last episode, right. but the Flyers wore them in warmups and Travis Konechny put his water bottle in it. It, right. it was so like just them having fun with it. I'm, yeah. I'm sure Torts hated it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It'd be so non 
hockey traditionalists. But again, it was part of history, and it happened. And no, I like what the Flyers do did. I just don't like their retros where they got black sleeves with their white jerseys. It's just they have three solid. They got their whites, their oranges, and their blacks. Should be good. Yeah. Don't need to do anything else retro. But again, you got to sell more jerseys. But yeah, I love the Cooper All Springs back memories of nineteen eighty five. 86, 87, I guess, for me, is when I would have wore them. Isn't that when the Flyers wore them, too? Yep. Uh, I guess I'll do the McAvoy thing first, where Boston is this juggernaut 14-2 and two who can stop them, and then and then a couple days goes, oh, yeah, they're this good. They're also getting their number one defenseman back, who, like, him and Marshan were supposed to be out for a lot longer than this. Yeah, yeah, and they were not supposed to be this good. So don't listen to our pre-podcast. Mm. Yeah, I think we both said they were going to miss the playoffs. Miss the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen now. Uh, Jack Eichel went back to Buffalo, and last time we went back to Buffalo, the Sabers won, and that yeah, was he the was big pissed off. rally cried. Now, I'll say that not that you're. I won't say you're wrong about Eichel, but I think he's might have turned a corner with this Vegas well, team, especially in this game. They showed the highlights. They could, he could have scored about six <laughs> goals in this game. Like, he was ready to play this one. It looked like the prime, I guess it's weird to say prime Jack Eichel in Buffalo, where it's he's going down the wing and you're like, oh, he's going to put this top corner. That's right. that's what he looks like again in Vegas. Yeah, breakaways and top-notch chances and scoring goals. Yeah, good for I mean, that's probably a big part of this Vegas team that, like, they got rid of Pacioretty and right. replaced him with, like, Kessel, and they're fine. Right. yeah. That's kind of, I guess that was kind of the Vegas, like when they made the finals, it's not like they had the superstars. No. It was just a bunch of plug and play guys. Guys, some of them turn into better players than what they thought, for sure. Uh, This is, I think, we we called this when he retired, but P.K. Subban signing a deal with ESPN. Yeah, no surprise there. I just, I thought it was late coming. Yeah. You need, especially when TNT, I don't know if, did you see the clip with Crosby about the Halloween party they had in Pittsburgh? No. So TNT was, uh, they were interviewing, I think it was after a game. So, and I think the Penguins won. So Crosby was pretty, pretty like open. And they were asking right. him questions, all like the normal stuff. And then Paul Bissonnette, who he hosts a podcast and he's very, he's very out there. Like he'll ask people anything. So right. he's like, oh, Sid, I heard the, like, I heard the Halloween party was really good for the team and like got the boys together. Like, what's your, uh, what were you drinking? And he, Sid just goes, Oh, you know, like I wasn't drinking that much. You know, I had a couple vodka sodas, and then for everyone, it's like, oh, that's so cool that in this like post game thing, you find out that that's what Crosby drinks on a night out. Right. So that's what ESPN needs some more of that personality. Right. Which PK was he'll made be, for that. Absolutely. And they're yeah, starting. Um, you know how Peyton Manning has a show, the Peyton's Places. Yeah. PK's Places is going to start next oh, okay. May. That's smart. Because yeah. before it was going to be in a couple years. Oh, okay. Because I don't think they knew. I didn't think they knew he was going to retire. Right. So now they're probably going to start filming Moving it, it now. Right. And then yeah, I think it's May May of next year. Oh, okay. PK's Places, which that's going to be great for the NHL for sure. Um, World Cup of Hockey. You know I love updating everyone on this. Yes. Getting pushed back minimum twenty twenty or minimum twenty twenty five. Yeah, yep. I guess it could get pushed back even more. Yep. It just. I don't know why we can't figure this out. Who doesn't want international best-on-best hockey? But it's the NHL. It's the NHLPA. Nothing can ever be easy nor fun. On 32 thoughts, um, 
I can't remember one of the two had an idea, and I thought that's not a bad idea. Just have um, a North American series, the men's and the women's, and the, all the games count. Just have the Canada against the states, hmm. like in a best of five. So like it would almost be like tennis. So you'd have like the men's play game one. Okay, Canada's up one game to another. Okay, now the women are playing game two. Oh, the mm-hmm. Americans won. So now the series is tied one one. Oh, that's pretty cool. I was thinking you know that I mean? they, they played like, like series like like that don't matter to each other. No, they make it matter to each other. So then you're promoting the women's game. And I went, wow, that's pretty. That'd be a pretty good idea because I'd actually be, probably look forward to the women's more than the the men's. Just there's a big rivalry there, which they play tonight actually. And they have uh, like if they did that, you do that in. I guess you'd have to do it after the World Championship, so you do it in like July, August. Right. So then you get the summer hockey. You're not going to get all the NHL superstars, but the guys that do the women, you will. Yeah, the guys right. that do go. Right. They're probably like if you had all of them traveling together and they're right. all going to play in the same places. Right. Like then, oh, there's the men's team cheering on the women's team in this like arena. That for sure be really fun. And and you'd probably get more players than you think because I'm sure there's some players that are itching to play for Canada. There's yeah. guys that are itching to play for the states because it's been so long now. Like some of them have never right. So like this would be their first opportunity at a international event even though it's like a minor one but i I just thought yeah it's kind of a neat idea man it would be it'd be great for like it's just great for the game Uh, total totally more probably for the women but who cares because to me it's just good hockey yeah especially Uh, if there's body contact which starts so i think in the new year oh it might be tonight we'll see (laughs) watch the game tonight uh jonathan uberdo who um not at the best start in calgary with a coach that you need to have a good start right? <laughs> or else he will you, tell you you either you, there's two coaches right you can name them the two coaches that you you got to play well right yeah. torts and sutter and sutter are they your two coaches the old they probably they're probably best friends yeah they probably guys, do like right? each other yeah because they probably coach the exact same way oh wait i was gonna say are they the two that got into a fight but i don't think sutter was coaching then remember yeah. when torts was on the canucks and he tried to go in the flames oh, locker right, room right but i think that was before sutter was back right that would have been funny like this is this is the coach the example i always think of for daryl sutter is um they asked they asked him about johnny goudreau's 500th game when he was still on calgary right and his response is well i hope he plays better than his 499th yeah. and it's like this guy like he just doesn't care all he yeah. cares about is winning hockey games yeah to the point where he's like, yeah, Huberto's playing on the third line. He hasn't had a good start to the year. We got to try to pick him up somehow. Right. And that was a really and he did. wild game. Yeah. Kings, Kings, Flames. It was yeah. like 4-5-2 after the first, first period. First period, yeah. And then and the Kings came back. In. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. But, uh, yeah, he's one – like, Torts and Sutter when – like, the the thing I, I can't stand about the highlights now because we don't just get highlights, which now. – Anybody out there, please just, just highlights. Show highlights of everything. Voiceover I highlights and love it. They don't have it. No, we got to talk. Go into the dressing room and talk about. We got to play a sixty-minute game and get pucks deep. And the only two people you want to hear quotes from in <coughs> the NHL are literally Sutter and Torres. And that's what I was getting at. Those are the two. I'll stop. Like, oh, oh, they, oh, they got something to say. I'm gonna. What do they got to say? Because this is going to be interesting. Yeah, they don't just. They don't follow the norm. No, exactly. They will say anything. Uh, last thing for the NHL, we've got the uh, Hall of Fame inductions for 2022. Uh, Roberto Luongo, 
Sedin twins, Daniel Alfredson. This is now becoming to the point where I'm starting to feel old because these are the guys that I grew up watching. Right. And and funny enough, the Sedin twins were the funniest. I don't know if you saw the. I didn't uh, actually watch oh, that. Part. Okay. The, yeah. He, like usually, I thought it would be Luongo because usually kind of well, he's the one that and funny. Yeah, and, he was right? the one that was like, my contract sucks, and that's why I didn't get traded. That right. deadline. Yeah. And he's the one who had to go to the washroom during overtime and <laughs> talked about it. But yeah, it was the Sedins, I guess one of them. Again, I don't know one from the other, but they were comparing seasons and they just said, I guess one of them when he was injured for 20 games only had eight points or whatever. And the other guy had 11 goals and nine assists in the 20 games when the other guy was out. So he goes, I would have been a goal scorer if my brother never played or whatever. Oh, that's, Just as a joke, right? Yeah, but. Probably. I think that the way you said that, I think it would have been Henrik that said that. Okay. Because uh, Henrik was always the passer. Right. Um, also, uh, Rika Salonen and Herb Carnegie. Right. I think the one thing about the Hall of Fame that I think we need to kind of figure out a bit faster is like more women in the Hall of Fame because they already started that late. Right. So, like, I there's think, a whole bunch that should be in there that aren't. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Do you have anything? Anything else in the NHL? No, just uh, I was just gonna touch on uh, Boya Salmon because, yeah, because that's how I feel old. Because like these guys were my heroes, and to see Boya, the you know, it's it's sad, right? Like, um, Joff called me, goes, I can't watch this. It's just, I said, I get it, like. These guys were like superheroes to us. Like so, to see him in that state now, um, it was a great um, quote from the Hammer Schultz. Um, because I'll tell you, when the Flyers play the Leafs, they picked on Salming, and um, Schultz said it's because he was the best player. He goes, "We had to do everything we could." Um, it had nothing to do with him being Swedish, and he was kind of like the first european to come in i remember him going end to end like he'd be behind his net and take the puck and just lug it and go all the way in and score like he, numerous times doing that like he in my mind he was probably one of the top 10 defensemen it's just too bad he was on a bad leafs team the leafs were kind of good like 75 to 79 and then they weren't good after that this in the red wings so, too and he played at the red wings at the end and he had that uh, it was in the uh, ceremony thing they showed it. He had like a 90, um, 90, um, not scar, 90 stitch? stitch on his face. And they showed it. I, I can't remember. I think it was a skate there too or something. But yeah, he was just a phenomenal player. And it's just so sad, so late in his life that he got that. And I don't know if you saw even um, Daryl Settler, who was also an ex-flyer. Who had to wear Cooperalls? Um, yeah, he was like his teammate pretty much his whole career, and he he was just bawling. You know, it just was just it's just sad to see. Yeah, it's again makes me feel old because again I got these guys hockey cards and just even though he was a Leaf, it's still in my mind he was still a great player. Just like Daryl Sittler loved those guys; they were really good hockey players. Yeah, you can you could turn off the Leaf thing with some players. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Uh, to to the NBA, I guess let's let's start with the Raptors because this has been a weird weird stretch. Yeah, like obviously injuries has come into play here, yeah. right? Like it, like I knew it was going to be a battle last night against the Pistons. You got four regulars, uh, five 
regulars or they weren't regulars, but I mean, you're missing your top two players right off the bat with Van Fleet and Siakam, and then you have your swing guys that usually come in there. So the so when you've got basically guys that hardly play at all, but you're at least you're playing the Pistons, right? Who so are, the, and they battled. Yeah, who are about and at the same level as the Raptors. Backups. Luckily, they were missing Cunningham. He yep. was out, so that helped. And it was like a home game yep. for Toronto because in Detroit, all the Raptor fans go across either over the bridge or in the tunnel. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, they stuck out a win. They should have won all three games, but they didn't. But you know, that's going to be the Raptors this year. Unless they can be healthy and, like I said, make a move at the deadline, they're going to be a 500 team, but they're going to be scrappy. Like, they can beat anyone, but they can lose to anyone. Yeah, it's a team that feels like they're going to hover around. Like, if they're the four seed, that's the best-case scenario probably. Right. I don't think they would fall lower than, like, seven. And that's because of their defense. Their defense will keep them seventh. It's their offense that, like I told you that at the beginning of the year, they can't hit shots. Like there's periods of time where like they just, nobody can hit. And it's frustrating. Yeah. It's, yeah, like Trent Jr. I I, I don't think he's got a sore hip. I think he's got, he's just got to go practice. He just, he's frustrating. He can't hit a shot. Yeah. And when... You have this is the it's the best thing about the Raptors is when it's the system they play it makes anybody look good like right. ba- Banton starts last night and scores twenty seven. Well, he had to start though, yeah. right? So yeah, he better play good, right? This is your opportunity, right? Just like Flynn, you're now you're gonna play twenty five minutes a night here tonight. So you know, show what you got. And they actually play. He played well the last couple of games. I think it helps when they do get to play because they. It, I'm sure it's rust for some of these guys who only get to place five six seven minutes sometimes right but yeah their defense though like oh geez probably gonna have the most steals this year in the nba yeah it was it's more of like when when do we start having the og defensive player of the year conversation because for sure a lot of people have have said oh did you guys think Kawhi leonard's hurt actually he's not he's wearing number three for the raptors now like he just looks like he looks like young Kawhi. Like, NBA Finals, Kawhi. For sure. Like, defense, and, like, now he's going to the rim, like, hammering, like, slam dunks. Like, yeah, he's, he's thank God we didn't trade him. Yeah, that would have been. Sure. That would have been tough because he would have did that somewhere else. But, yeah, once they get those guys back, they're, they're going to be over 500, and it would be nice if they could make a move at the deadline, but we'll see. Yeah, cause, because before Siakam went out, we are like, he was on the NBA.com MVP ladder in the top 10. That's For sure. how He's good he was. Scoring 30 points a night like a number one guy should, and then everyone else around him was playing well. For I, sure. I find now OG is actually that guy that is, if you want if you want a three, that's actually OG's, yeah. not spot, but his no, opportunity For now. sure. Yeah, yeah. When, when everybody's out there. Because if it's not, like, he's not going to orchestrate an offense. Right. That's just not his type right. of... He's going to be the defense and like he could score like that. I don't think that's necessarily the problem, but it's not his offense. The only guy that's d- disappointed me so far this year has been Barnes. He just like he had nine points quiet against the Pistons. Just, you know, certain games like, oh, this guy's just it's his 30 point night. Barnes hasn't had that. But again, guess what? Sophomore what year is slump. It? You got it. 
but he's going to be good. He's still, again, it's just all part of being a sophomore because what's happened, other teams, oh, that's what he's doing, right? They're figuring him out. So now he has to come up with a game plan to outfigure everyone else again. He's He's got to be the Anyone one. Else? If, he's, if he's hitting outside shots, I don't think you have a game plan for him at no, that point. No, but he's not. He's missing them. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, injuries talked about Siakam Banton. I think that's everything for the Raptors. I wanted to talk about um, Shea Gilgis Alexander because he has had. I'm going to pull up my. I think I only have the one screenshot um, because his point total from this year, he's carrying this Thunder team. They're not that good. They're, they're six and eight. He's averaging. 31 points, five assists, four rebounds a game. This is not a large sample size to start the year, but this is all of his scoring from this year. 32, 28, 33, 24, 38, 34, 37, 18, 33, 39, 20, 37, 37. Wow. 18 is his low of this year. Who was that against? Uh, Milwaukee. Oh. At Milwaukee. There you go. Makes sense. And even Toronto, he scored 20. Right. That I think MVP might be might be a little well high er, early if you want to say it the first twelve game MVP <laughs> you know if he has a whole season like that then yeah we yeah. can certainly talk that way but again it's an Oklahoma team so yeah you want probably not going to be all that good shout out just shout out to the Canadian yeah Canadian boy um some of the, also some of the other scoring outbursts um. Darius Garland scored 51 the other night for Cleveland. Right. And Bede scored 42. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And last night he scored 59. Right. Yeah. But like 59, it was like 59, 11, eight blocks, uh, or not eight, eight assists, seven blocks, like just dominated a game. Right. Like almost like looked like prime Shaq kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Um, and that's without Harden. Yeah. He's, right? uh, like he's, he's doing it himself, basically. Uh, Steph had 40 against Cleveland. Then he had 47 against Sacramento on. I love, did you see that they did the run TMC night? Yeah. That is. So the game had, um, the Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway, yeah. Mitch Richmond and Chris Mullen. It was there like honoring that, those so, golden that state team. teams. Right. And they commentated the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And they're obviously making a comeback now, right? They were. Had lost what seven in a row, or they couldn't. They can't right? win they on just, the road. Yeah, but they're now they're figuring it out, right? Yeah. They were, I guess they were playing winter basketball. Right? <laughs> yeah, I guess they're off season. It's it probably still summer, summer basketball. basketball. Yeah, same, same season. Uh, Jacques Vaughn, who was the interim coach with Brooklyn, now their head coach. I just, I think this is such a great move for Brooklyn. His like his opening press conference where he's like, yeah, you know, I told my wife twenty years ago that I probably wasn't her for first choice either, but we're happy. Oh boy! So he's like, now I'm the head coach here. I wasn't the first right. choice, but yeah. we're gonna be happy. Like it's just such a good attitude and mindset for right. a coach. Right. Such a short-lived lifespan, usually. For sure. Uh, Especially the NBA, prima donnas. If uh, if I was to give you a guess, Luca scored. Uh, he had scored 30 points in nine of his first 10 games. If you had to guess what team that streak ended against, who do you think it would have been? phoenix uh orlando wow out of all teams orlando yeah. is just they're they're a young team but it, it's <laughs> it's funny how basketball works sometimes yeah where it just kind of runs into something like that right 
uh, mentioned Steph. Milwaukee the other night beat Oklahoma City, which it is the Thunder, but yeah. without Giannis, Drew Holiday, or Chris Middleton. And they still beat, like, Javon Carter had, like, 30-something points. Wow. Yeah, the, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about picking Milwaukee to win the finals. Yeah. The, that team is just deep. a solid team. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Butler and Max Struess have, without a doubt, the best handshake in the NBA. It is very subtle. If they get caught by the NBA, they're going to get fined. So I hope they're not listening to this. Um, they walk by each other, and instead of high-fiving, instead of a fist bump, they just both throw up a very subtle middle finger to each other. Oh. So I guess that's kind of their – they're the Razzie. Like, they kind of get at each other, I guess. Right. But I just – I found that really funny. Um, the last NBA story I have is, I guess, kind of a two-parter. But Giannis was on Serge Ibaka's cooking show in which he had the – do like, will – like he asked Giannis, will you play for Toronto one day? Right. And he didn't want to answer. Right. So then everyone's like, oh, he's coming to the Raptors. <laughs> I knew it. You you want him to, but it's probably hard to take him out of Milwaukee when you're a championship contender. For sure. Unless Giannis wants to be wants to be a center. Yeah. Toronto's the perfect place to do that. Um, but then Abaka asked him about Victor Wenbanyama, who's going to be the first overall pick this year. And Giannis asked Ibaka, he's like, um, how long do you want to play in the league? He's like, oh, another like five to seven years, right? He's like, if you're not ready for this kid, he is going to be a problem. Wow. And he's like, he is, he's seven foot four. Right. I'm pretty sure he might even be, he could be shorter or taller. You never yeah. know. He is going to get, he's going to build muscle. Basically what, big. He's not going to be like, what's his face from uh, Holmgren Duke or uh, yeah. Jet chat yeah um and he's like he can i can't remember who he said he could dribble like someone i can't remember who he said he's like he could shoot like kevin durant right if the nba isn't ready for this guy like he he is gonna be a problem for the league and that's wow crazy to hear from Giannis, yeah. who is the best player in the league right to wow. be like i'm a, a little worried about this guy yeah yeah because wow. that's probably why Giannis is shooting too because yeah. he sees a kid like this of like we look at Giannis and go, that's a unicorn. No one could ever be that. Right. And then you just kind of see this 18-year-old kid that Unicorn that. with wings. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Imagine, like, <laughs> I would just think, what if they were on the same team? Yeah. That you just stand arms linked and it's probably the length you or the, the width of the width court. Width of the court, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is all I've got. I guess let's do – I don't know if you have any screenshots to – I is that don't just my for my bad good and great i guess the one i did have was um the nba the other week uh november the 8th they had all 30 so this was the day before the elections in the u.s okay they had games every 15 minutes so seven o'clock it was washington charlotte Seven fifteen houston orlando Seven thirty okc detroit Seven forty-five new orleans indiana eight o'clock phoenix uh, Philly, eight fifteen, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Portland, uh, Miami, eight thirty. That was the Toronto, Chicago started at eight forty five. Oh, that's why. Okay. Uh, Boston, Memphis, nine o'clock. New York, Minnesota, nine fifteen. Denver, San Antonio, nine thirty. Brooklyn, Dallas, nine forty five. Sacramento, Golden State, ten o'clock. The Lakers and Jazz, 10-15, and Cleveland and the Clippers, 10-30. So they did this because the day after, all teams had 
the day off in the NBA so that they were able to vote. vote. Okay. So then I just thought that's such a cool idea. If you're going to have all 30 teams play, have them stagger the schedule. That's pretty cool. Right. Um, Like NCAA. Yeah. College. Uh, Yeah, that's that is that is my screenshots. Uh, Do you want to do your bad, good and great or pick a side first? You do pick a side first. So this is so this is mine from last week, and it's uh, or I guess not last week, last episode. That are the legacies of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady tarnished now because of the seasons they're having. So right. I give that to you. Or yep, I'll you pick get a to side pick. for that. Now for this particular instance, I will say no, it's not tarnished because of all the sports. I would say football is the least individualized sport. So in saying that, um, remember once upon a time when Tom Brady was in New England, sometimes he didn't have wide receivers that were all that talented around him, and we knew about it because it was talked about a lot, mm. right? So these guys that are throwing the ball, someone has to catch it, right? So it, it again, it's talked about this year, like Aaron Rodgers is – who does he have for a wide receiver? Nobody, right? Well, he did this week, but before that, he didn't, and it's talked about. So that's where I don't think it's tarnished. If you're talking about other leagues, then, yeah, someone might have a bad season, and it's on them. But for those two guys in football, I'd say no. Okay. Um, I think in most people would probably say no. I'll say – I mean, I do have to say yes, just because I think – it's not necessarily the way they're playing on the field. I think it's what they're doing off the field. It's mm-hmm. Brady yelling at his offensive lineman. It's Rodgers mm-hmm. going on TV and complaining about his wide receivers. And I think it's more of that than the on the field stuff. They both have had their moments of like, this isn't this isn't a wide receiver's fault. These are some bad throws. Now right. I could say that like Detroit game, that's not receiver's fault. That's right. Rodgers' fault. Right. Brady didn't really have as many games like that. But I, I would say... It's also tarnished because, I mean, what is the legacy? I'll just say of Aaron Rodgers, he's won a Super Bowl yep. in 2010. Right. He hasn't made it back to one since. Nope. So what What are we really talking about Aaron Rodgers as? He's a multiple-time MVP that can't really win big games. Yeah. And Brady is the ultimate winner that yep. has gone to Tampa. But I also would say his legacy is tarnished because – he retired for 20 minutes and yeah. came back because yep. he didn't want to hang out with his kids. He's right. going through a very public divorce. And yep. are like, are we sure? Actually, I would say that actually might be more concerning for teams that come January, more of this stuff is going to be behind Brady. He'll be even more focused. Yeah, exactly. So it'll be interesting to see. Because it's kind of like Michael Jordan, right? People forget yeah, he came back. The Wizards. Right? He played for the Wizards. He wasn't very good. But no one really talks about that. It didn't affect his legacy. No. Not too much, really. No. Because then he ended up becoming their, the, uh, I don't know if he was the owner of Washington. or He was making decisions. Right? Yeah. And then you, bought the Hornets. But see what I mean? Like, we don't really know that. But, oh, we know he won six championships and dominated, right? And left when he was at his all-time high to go play baseball. And I didn't even know until the last dance that he came back that, like, halfway through the yeah, season. Yeah, I had forgotten and that. Lost. Right, exactly. Yeah, or else he could have won seven in a row. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, I, d- I didn't know that either, that he actually... I had thought he had taken a couple of years off. Like that he would it, have come back for a full season. Right, exactly. But he came back at like a couple of weeks before the playoffs. Yeah, exactly, which was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That was fun. So our next one is, would you change the current baseball playoff, playoff format? format? Yeah, which is good because I like the way it is now, but I think I you could like see You can see the changes. Yeah. So we'll go with that. Um, speaking of formats, I'll start off with the bad. Did you know that this is the last uh, World Cup for soccer that's going to have the same format? I didn't know that, but I don't know what the new format's going to be. But why would you change it? I think this is one of the best. If you want to talk about divisions, this would be like if the NHL and the NBA, the NFL has it right. But if you want to go by divisions, why not do it the way the, the World Cup does it? The random draw. Well, not the random draw, but just you're playing everyone, and then the top two teams from that division move on. Yeah, and like a, and then you get a couple wildcard teams in there, right? Yeah, I mean, in a a World Cup tournament, it's it's harder because you're on that like short of a stage where it's like you have three games to figure this out, right? To try to advance, yeah. But I I do get what you mean though. Like it is for for the World Cup because it is the world. Like you can't really do it geographically that doesn't no. matter so no. it's just the the draw is also fun like that's i watched an, the draw that's entertaining for sure too but uh yeah so i don't know what the new format i guess because they're adding teams yeah right? i think it's going so it's gonna make it i want to say they're doubling the teams wow or maybe i'll, I'll look it up while okay. you're still going um the next bat i have is just hockey canada and bob nicholson today like we we're watching that and it was so like not only not interesting but he's not answering the questions they'd ask him a question and he would like go on about stats and this money and i don't know i i really didn't think they were pegging him at all like they weren't really pursuing like they were with the old hockey canada president or whatever ceo that was the present one they were really harping him uh, so the World Cup will be ex- sorry, it won't be doubled. It's going from thirty-two teams to forty-eight. Okay, I We're don't think that's like double, but that egregious. Right. Like it'll it'll make it more games, so they'll yeah, get more money for sure. Also, uh, do you know where the next World Cup is going to be? It's here. It is Canada, Mexico, and the United States, right. 2026. So Canada's got a good shot of getting in again now, especially if there's 48 teams. Oh, no. You, the, if you host, you get in. Oh, you guaranteed. automatically get in. Oh, no. yeah. Like, Qatar is not a good right, soccer. they're going to get smoked. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, they might have a chance. Their group is kind of weak. <laughs> I didn't, wasn't sure where to put this in the good or the bad. Uh, so the Lions, the last time they've come back from a 14-point deficit in the fourth quarter. Any idea? Um, I really feel like it's probably going to be against Atlanta last year. <laughs> October 31st, 1993. <laughs> okay, that's different. 1993. Wow, that's that's <laughs> so bad. Last time they've come back. That's bad, yes. Uh, another bad. We got to get rid of this. Offside with foot in the air. Like, we... Zegra scores oh, yeah, a wait, beautiful Michigan goal. I don't think we goal. talked about that, do we? We just... You touched on it at the beginning, but then we never really talked about it. But, yeah, like... If it's in the air, it's still on the line. So, like, 
yeah, that's not offside. Like, it doesn't affect the play. We're talking about, like, the Danny Briere's, like, remember that the, offside the goal? Like, it was, yeah, it was, like, three feet, right? Or the Flyers in the 1980 Stanley Cup final that cost them the Stanley Cup. It was nope. three feet offside, one of their goals. Like the Islanders goal. against the Yeah, the Islanders scored. Like, those are the ones you've got to eliminate. Yeah, it's not the like like minuscule hair and doesn't affect anything you know what i mean like yeah so in the air i think it should still be considered not offside then you're not going to have um hardly any reviews because really tell me what coaches are um um coaches are challenging thank you what are you're they gonna say like throw the flag yeah <laughs> well, what, what are they what else do they challenge other than offside. Have well, you seen them challenge anything? I haven't. Goalie interference sometimes. Very I don't, I don't even remember. Mostly it's offside now. Yes. So if you do that, now you're basically eliminating almost. It just would be goalie interference, which, I again, I can't remember the last time you've seen a coach do that this year. Uh I could, I could tell you, actually, I do remember something from Pittsburgh, Montreal. Okay. They, they challenged it, and we had an argument at the table. Ah, okay. So, uh, Jar, it was against Pittsburgh. So Jari's right foot was outside of the blue paint. Right. And that's what I can't remember what Montreal player. Right. Montreal player made contact with that skate. Okay. And Montreal scored. And we had an argument. I'm like, but his foot's out of the paint. And the right. argument back was, well, but is, he's still in the paint on the other side. I'm like, but if he's out, I was because it was called a goal and then right. Pittsburgh challenged it. Okay. And I said, "No, I think that's I think that's a goal. If you're right. if you're outside of the blue paint and the player that hits you is outside of the blue paint, I don't think that's interference." Right. And what that was it, the It would ended up being a goal, yeah. And then Pittsburgh got a penalty. Right. For of course, getting the challenge that, wrong. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's all I got for my bad. Uh good. I I'm not sure if this is going to be good or not, but I from what I understand, in the World Cup, they're going to have air-conditioned outside stadiums. I can't wait to see this. Air-conditioned outside stadiums. That's going to cost so much money. Yeah. I don't know. They seem like they're doing a good job of pretending that nothing's wrong. Well, and here's a good example. Um, I don't know if you heard they're trying to be carbon neutral. Yeah. Right? So they're still going to have plastic cups mm -hmm. for all the fans in the stadium. But now... They're going into the rivers and taking out cups out of there to clean that up. So that that's how they're able to call it carbon neutral, what they're doing right now. Because they're they're cleaning up past messes, but they're still going to make a big mess for the next, what is it, three weeks? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty right. much like three weeks. I don't believe anything these, these people say. Like, another bad, again, like one of the league guys for the World Cup talking about... Um, was it a bisexual or, you know, they're yeah. bad, dumb in the head or something wrong in their, like, like, is there, like, do they not know what the rules are for the rest of the world? No, it right? is. They, like they live in their own world. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. For, for three weeks, especially as Canadians, we get to see a World Cup for the first time since 1986. And right. for, for those three weeks, I can just I and I think we would both fully admit I will be a hypocrite for three weeks because I will be watching the World Cup. I will do. I'll just be watching Canada. Yeah. Like I know you'll like watching everything, but I'll just watch Canada. And I think they actually have a legitimate chance of winning a game. So <laughs> who knows, right? 
It'd just be interesting to see them against Belgium, who's basically the best team. Yep. That's their first game. Mm-hmm. So, But I just enjoy how aggressive they play. At least they're not playing soccer, is the way I'll put it. They're, they're, they're playing hockey on a soccer field, in my mind. I like no, and no, that's no, no. I the way they're aggressive. Always aggressive. They're always going forward where they're not. Again, there's so many teams. Italy. Thank God they're not in this. They're, it's boring. It's Italy and it's Spain because Spain plays the tiki-taka, which is just all about passing and ball control. Right. When, yeah, Canada just plays this aggressive, like, we will we will push your line back. Right. When everyone else says, oh, you gotta, you have to hold your line. Yeah. But Canada, like, even, I always forget the goal where... Um, I can't remember who, the left back that I can't remember his name right now, who does the celebration when he's like on like crosses his legs. He's he's a defender and he's the one scoring some of these goals. Right, exactly. That's not normally what you would see. Right. And even like their best player, Davies, on his on his team, he's a defender, but with this team he plays in the midfield because they're all about pushing the pace. Right. So it'll be interesting to see. Anyway, it'll be a good barometer to see how they do up against Belgium. Because in the World Cup there's always like you're going to look at these teams and you're going to say, you're going to look at every group and go, all right, yeah, Belgium, Croatia, they're going to get out of this group. You're going to look at all the favorites and go, yeah, why wouldn't they lose? Right. But you're There's- just put into this, not even, I guess it's just like a pressure cooker, not even yeah. because of where you're playing, but just like you are in the most stressful games, or it's soccer, or yeah. matches, the most stressful matches of your life. Right. It, and it's not anyone's fault, but sometimes you just crack under that pressure. Right. Croatia made the semifinal or the final right. of the last World Cup. Right. There's always those teams like yeah. France. There's underdog teams. I, I will say Cameroon. Yeah, yeah. Senegal. Like there's, there's always, always those someone. countries that pull off that upset. And right. everyone will probably rally around Canada. Right. Especially if, you, if they beat one of those Belgium, Croatia, right. have or, a chance. Or even tie. Yeah. Right, because they can tie one or both those teams and then win Still your third game, and and that's what Sports Illustrated basically because they always have, you know, your dark horse from each division, and of course Canada is is in that group anyway. But yeah, well, I guess we'll be talking more soccer slash football in the next little while. Um, another just a shout out again. I haven't talked about it at all, but the, just the CFL playoffs always good. I always watch all the games; they're always good. The, f- the semifinals were awesome. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about it. And then this week, again, both were great games. 33-27, I think, the Argos beat Montreal. And 28-20, Winnipeg beat BC. And uh, Rourke was a little bit shaky early on. Of course, I'm going to cheer for him because he's Canadian. Um, and my team's not in it, so i got to cheer for somebody. Uh, I still think Winnipeg's the best team, but the one thing I did enjoy about this is BC ended up getting a two-point convert on a extra point miss by Winnipeg, which is this is the only league that that'll happen in, right? There's an extra point missed in the NFL. It just goes into the stands. Yeah. Wide right, wide, wide left or whatever. This guy ran it, you know, 115 yards and got two points. Like It was, <laughs> uh, it was just kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway, both of them were were close, good games, really good catches. It's like I keep forgetting like I always think the CFL is that's ah, minor league, but it's actually uh, there's lots of good pros in this league. Yeah, especially now that the the rumors are out that uh Nathan Rourke is about to take some NFL tryouts. Right. Right. And I like 
you watched him this year and he got hurt, which sucked, but yeah. like he is a superstar for and sure. He could be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll just say, yeah, shout out, shout out to the Argos. I, I don't know if everyone knows I'm an Argos fan, but, uh, I don't know how, how excited I am about playing the blue bombers, but, uh, yeah, it's the team. Like this is actually, actually not a bad scenario. Cause if Winnipeg wins, it's then, a repeat for them. Yeah. And I'll just get to they say the best team they were supposed to win the whole time. Right. The Argos win and McLeod Bethel Thompson doesn't freak out on the coach again. Did you, did you yeah. see that? Yeah. Terrible. Um, and then your other quarterbacks, Chad Kelly, who is not a good person. Right. Um, if they somehow pull off this upset, it, and the Ricky Ray great cup was the best for me, but like, this is a team that I haven't rallied around as much, but like, even like Gittens, like it's, it's got pieces of the team. I like, I actually prefer like their defense is actually a lot better than their right. offense. Yep. And I don't know, Winnipeg, you just kind of have to hope for the best. And like, it also sucks when it's Caleros who is like, he was an Argos quarterback that right. they just let go. And they'll be playing in Saskatchewan. It'll be cold. So it'll be more up Winnipeg because it was snow. It was snow for that game. There wasn't really for the Argos. They've had pretty decent weather. And, um, yeah, I think that's – Oh, uh, the Argos have not lost in the Great Cup the last – I think it was seven times they've played. So that'll be interesting. And they've won the most, which uh, that shocks me because they were so bad in the 70s and 80s. So in my mind, they've always been bad. But then, yeah, in the 90s, they won a lot. In the 2000s, 2010s. So I think it's been seven in a row that they – when they've been there, they've won it all. Hmm. So – It'll be interesting. That makes me feel better. Yep. Uh, what else do I got? Um, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, the Eagles had to sign a kicker. I think his name is Picker. Oh, uh, oh I was going to say the Chargers kicker. Oh, Chargers. Dicker. Dicker. That's Dicker it. the Thank kicker. You. So, Carrie Underwood um, has offered him tickets because um, he was supposed to go to her concert, and then the Chargers signed him. So she heard about this and then came on the air on Sunday night football and said, um, whenever you got a, you know, a free minute, I know somebody who could probably get you a couple tickets to go to the next concert. Oh, that's, so. that's really cool. Yeah. Cause I was watching that. Cause that was the Falcons chargers game when they signed Dicker and okay. they were like, the only thing this guy could do as a profession is be a kicker. You can't, you right. can't be Dicker, the accountant. You have <laughs> yeah. to be Dicker, Dicker the, the kicker. kicker. Exactly. You got it. Okay. That's all I got for me. Good for the great. Um, here's a good, again, go back to soccer. Canada has the most goals for and the least goals against going into the World Cup. From, from all the games they've played. Yep. So they've, I know it's not, I'm just throwing that stat out there because I know they're not playing all the top ranked teams, but they are playing, they did play the States. Who are in this World Cup? Mm -hmm. Is Mexico in this one? Mexico's in. And the World they Cup? beat Mexico, right? So they're in there too. Wow, it's. I just thought I'd throw that out there just for a stat. I think I think Canada, this team is ready for this moment because there's never been, there's never been pressure. Even now, it's not like there's pressure on this team to no, win. They they're like the Leafs of the '80s, where like they just barely crawl you know made the playoffs got in and everyone was just happy they made it and then oh they won a round or two and now everyone's so excited yeah if canada wins a world cup game like that is that's huge that's enough right for that's sure. enough for the next world cup for sure 
Um, here's another stat for you. Um, Western just won their 34th Yates Cup. Wow. Like, is that dominating? Or it, the only thing that bothers me about Canadian college football, it's always the same teams. Yeah. Like, can another program not copy and, like, do what they're doing? Like, is there more than six teams? It's Western. And you probably don't know, right? You probably don't know who's who played in the final eight or whatever. I guess we're down to the final four now. Yeah, no idea. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Western. Yep. Um, oh, which team from which team from Quebec? Uh, <laughs> not McGill. Um, no, the other one that I can't think of. Okay, I can go West. The uh, Calgary, the Dinos. I don't usually. know if they're still in it because I just know who Western beat, and I know the Quebec game because they mix it up sometimes. It's not always like. Sometimes Quebec has to play the West for yeah. the. I know they mix it up and stuff. Uh, Laval. Yep, that's the and they won. They beat uh, the other one that I Montreal. Oh really? Yeah. Who's they're in it quite often? Uh, the oh Ontario is. I don't know. There's like, I feel like that is a bit outside of Western. I feel like it's a bit more of like who's the team Western beats. <laughs> also, because like Saskatchewan's usually in it too, right. or Regina, whichever. McMaster. And that's who they beat. But, yeah, they're always in it. It's always the same teams. Very rarely are you getting, like, St. FX yeah. or York. Yeah, no. Right? No. York, uh... The other team that used to be in that mix was uh, University of Toronto. They were – it used to be either them or Western. They were, like, the powerhouses of the – like, when I was going to school, it was, like, one of those two, and York was – just win one game. <laughs> That's what they were like. I knew some guys that I don't know, I think they're still on UFT. And so, yeah, I guess the because I don't think the what's that cup called again? Um, what is that cup called? Because yeah, it's not Yates. Yates is isn't Yates the other one? Yates and Mitchell Bowl. Yeah, I guess they're called right. Isn't that Bowls? Ontario? I, well, I don't know, but and then what's the final called? Uh, Vanier. Vanier. So is that this weekend too, or does it go later than the Great Cup? I always thought it's the same. I, th- I day. think it's the Saturday before. Yeah. So maybe that's this Saturday then is the Vanier Cup. But it didn't sound like it when Western won. It sounded like they still had to play another. But I could be wrong. Anyway, I'm, I'm talking out my, you know what. Um. Uh, Boya Salming, we just talked about. Then the last one, um, Bo Jackson. So, I, uh, again, reading Sports Illustrated uh, for this month. I didn't know um, that Bo Jackson lost his eligibility, his amateur el- eligibility, um, before he decided to play baseball or football. Did you know this? No. So, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who had the number one overall pick, picked him up, flew him out to i guess interview him and then do some testing with him and then flew him back but they paid for it oh bo had no idea that, that again, was... this is before he had no agent his buddy was his manager they called it at the time yeah so he lost his eligibility at that time he was still supposed to be playing baseball so he missed the last 17 games of his amateur baseball season so everybody assumed at that point that he was going to play football yeah he signed and played baseball first. Hmm. Now, the Royals were actually not his first choice. 
the Blue Jays were in the mix for that, hmm. which was really interesting when I uh, read that article. So, and then of course everyone was scared to pick them. The the Royals ended up picking him in the fourth round because from the baseball side of things, everyone thought he was going to play football. Yeah. Hey, wasn't he? Didn't he like baseball more? He did. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I didn't get into how they ended up with the Raiders. I guess they must have made a trade because I think he played baseball first. Yes, they might have must have had to like trade for his rights or yeah. something. Yeah, and then and, yeah. So, but I just yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. How nowadays, like all those kids know all that stuff because they've got agents and everything else. There's no way that kind of stuff would happen. And I didn't even know he was went number one overall to Tampa Bay. I always thought he. I knew he was only played for the Raiders his whole career, but I thought that's who drafted him. Yeah, what so I thought. just thought that was kind of strange. But anyway, and then of course now the two teams thought they he was leveraging against the other team, right? So when he signed with the Royals, like the Royals are saying, "Oh, are you trying to you know get more money because now you're going to sign with Tampa Bay?" But I just yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting how that story played out because again that was like. During my time, I would have been uh, 15 or 16, but I didn't know. You wouldn't really have know heard about it like now. That backstory, yeah. Like I knew who Bo Jackson was, but it, yeah. Again, we don't have the technology and the information we had then, right? We had to wait for the newspaper to come out. And whatever the news anchor said was whatever, just gospel. That's right, exactly. Uh, that's yeah. all I got. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that is that is all we've got. And, uh, Next time we'll be back for, are we changing the current baseball f- playoff format or not? That'll be our pick aside yes, for exactly. next week. And uh, besides that, we will see you next time.